who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. Hi everyone, it's V here. Just a very quick content warning that this episode contains talk about the Holocaust. everyone and welcome to four top threes i'm v i'm Aethor. hi i'm cassie and i'm neil <laughs> the dramatic reveal anticipation <laughs> patient <laughs> <laughs> oh you got me cassie you got me uh, all right so today is my topic and so far the most of the podcast has been my childhood traumas so we're continuing <laughs> this streak with um my our top three school favorite t- uh, childhood traumas <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> that would be another day <laughs> that's behind the, like the one thousand dollar patreon exclusive episode. so guys have i ever told you about how i watched uh watership down in my childhood <laughs> No, that's <laughs> not the fuck <laughs> Oh, Cassie. Uh, <laughs> if you watched it, in it, you'll enjoy it. Did you like the remake? <laughs> so, yeah, this is the topic I fell on. Um, so this is a topic that we, we're going to go with. It's a little harder for some than others, um, <laughs> but I think we will find it equally stuck. Uh, so y'all get to enjoy this with us. Um Okay, let's start with the top of my screen and go around so that we can have an order so Aethel doesn't freak out. Um, uh-huh. Let's start with Aethel. Oh, oh just gonna <laughs> start with me. Well, yeah. that, that's kind of cruel of you. Um... <laughs> well, Neil was yawning at the time. Kessie was reaching for something. You were the only one looking directly into the camera. I'm so a cat. I'm always reaching you. for things. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Uh, so I'm just going to open it on a depressing note. 
I don't remember three uh, school trips. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Oh, yep. Um, so I come from Vestmanair, and when I was growing up, my town was still quite poor. It's doing much better now, thanks to the global economics of things and tourism. tourism. Uh, but yeah, when I was growing up, it we didn't have that much money, and my family was also quite poor when I was growing up. So I don't have a lot of memories. So the first one is going to be the dumbest one. Around eighth or ninth grade, I would have been 14 or 15, something like that. Yeah, I'm between like 14 or 15 or something like that. And there was like a thing that was going on. And I don't remember exactly how it became about, but there was a fashion thing. Uh, So everybody in like the like older grades of this year, um, older grades, uh, older year of the school, blah, blah, blah. Really hard to describe. I'm going to skip this. Um, (laughs) Basically, the idea was we have three departments and we're going to send two boys and two girls from each department. And then everybody split into department. And one of the departments was a fashion. And me and my friend, we looked at each other. We looked at the fashion department with zero boys in it. And we went, you know what? If we join this, we get to go on a trip. So we're going to join the girl fashion bullshit. They did not let us <laughs> okay. go on the trip. No! <laughs> yep. Yep. Why? Because fuck you. That's why. Guys, I never I'm got a microphone. reason. <laughs> I never got a reason. It was genuinely like the moment I like I got like I lost that little trust I had for the system. Like in my mind it's like <laughs> Oh, you follow the law and the the cops won't fuck with you. You 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 go to work and you get your wages. Like this is simple stuff. And then I like, okay, I joined this group and I will get to go on a trip. Nope. It's like, you know what? I think I have no respect for the system right now. The world is <laughs> dead to me. Yes, the world is dead to me. I did not get to because go on a Because 8000 get to go to a fashion show. So I, I have a question. Yes. Did the, did the other girls get to go on a fashion they show? They sent three girls instead. What? What the mm-hmm. fuck? Mm-hmm. As if as if they had better fashion than you. <laughs> exactly. I am wearing the same t-shirt I've been wearing for about three days. You know why? Because it's very fashionable. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's actually because it's I've been a doing stay-at-home my... chic where you wear the same shit the, four days. The, the other the other shirts cannot compete. <laughs> I've been doing taxes for five days, guys. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you find something super fashionable, you just wear it all week. <laughs> that's yeah. that's how you know you've peaked fashion. I won fashion. Yeah. I reached the end and this Why is the would, top. What do I need to change? <laughs> so my genuine you could buy more than one version of that shirt. I'm just throwing it out there for anyone who finds a style they really like. Buy more than one so at least one of them can go in the washing machine. Or do what I do, buy the same style in different colours. <laughs> But yeah, um, we went on like an entire, we went, uh, we were put to the side and we went on like a bunch of like, not seminars, but like school project thingies where we're doing fashion shit. We were reading about fashion shit. We were like trying to make fashion shit. We spent probably close to 20 hours over that like two, three week period at school doing these fashion things. And then like, oh, the fashion thing is in a month after the classes were over. And then me and my friend, we went to one of the teachers like a month later, we're like, wasn't there like a trip thingy? And they're like, yeah, we sent the girls. So, yeah, I think they looked at us, knew we were wow. playing the system and decided, you know mm. what? The system will not be played. 
Mm. And you I know, have it no could have been, for that potion. They had a chance to be like, okay, we can give these boys the hardest fuck you, but they decided not to. No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> they could have bored the mu- like pants off us by sending us through some stupid fucking fashion thing. They could have picked up that you didn't really care. That no, might also have no. been an indicator. No. I remember I actually engaged and got mocked for it. <laughs> I got bullied Aww. hard by the other girls in that class for every suggestion I had because they didn't like them. <laughs> Did they not like I, them because, do you think they were genuinely bad uh, suggestions or because you were a boy? Hmm, I was into anime at the time, so they were probably pretty bad. <laughs> oh, God, so we're like, what we need to do is give them really big eyes and like cut the V all the way down to almost her no, navel, right? That's I, how this works, guys? No, no. And like, then give her some angel wings. That's what no, we need to do, I, like, right? Is that, is that an anime thing? I don't really know. I was not being out tail. That appears in anime more than I like to see. <laughs> 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 no, I, I bet your ass my fashion sense was a disaster. And But I do remember engaging and being mocked. Like, hey, so your fashion engage- sense was not a disaster. You were just ahead of your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. You were either <laughs> too, you. too forward thinking or too retro. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, I, like, I understand that question. And I, like, I'm vehemently behind that question. Like, were you there to shit stir? Because I, I'm not surprised that they didn't send shit stirs. Nope. Both of us went there with the intention, we want to go on a trip. Both of us were quite poor. <laughs> Neither one of us had left the country Aww. in like years. And we were just like, yeah, we get to like leave the country. I think we were going to go to Denmark, which is not even a country I like. And we were just both like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go do a thing. Fuck yeah. Mm, no, never came to bo- came about. They could have lead- at least have done it like a contest or something. No, fuck like, you. Make, make you work for it or like make you earn it instead of like deciding on. Yeah. Oh, no, they, they could have gone like the top three grades. They could have lied to you. They could have just gone, we only had money for the top three performing, like, because the three girls went, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, yep. I'm assuming. Yep. Three yeah, girls. like they could have, yeah, exactly, Kess, you're right. They could have done something to make it feel like you weren't yeah. being excluded on purpose. Should we send Aethor on the trip? I don't know. He's worn the same anime shirt every day. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have anime shirts. I did not have access to anime shirts. Thank you very much. No, he, he made he sewed his own. He made little anime ears to go with it. Oh like, my oh, god! He just no. showed up to class with cat ears. Oh, oh thank fucking Christ! There wasn't a hot topic in Iceland. I would have looked like a goddamn <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> the kisser would turn over in his grave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ears with those shoes? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, well, I'm so what where did they go? Did they go to like a fashion show or did they go to a design house or I, I think it was some kind of a like um it was like an outreach program across a bunch of schools in a bunch of countries. And um I think they all gathered together and they did like an entire project together where like you probably had the, like, now I don't know because I didn't get sent on the thing. Uh, I I think you were sent to be like, like oh, the Icelanders and the Swedes will work together on this project. And the the Danes and the Norwegians will work on this project. It would be like a co-mingling of cultures and ideas. It would probably have been a lot of fun. I probably would have met some interesting people. I'm sorry you didn't get to go. <laughs> thank yeah. You, thank you. I, I wanted some backpats. Yeah. Oops. 
some hugs. We'll give you some like virtual well, hugs. Everyone send. Ethel, uh, next, uh, next, uh, next fashion show we see, we will send you there. Oh, as, as a yeah. lighthouse representative. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll send you off with like some supplies and, and plenty of anime to watch for inspiration again, just to take you back where you need to go. <laughs> yep, and your cowboy I'll hat if you want to. I'll show up with a cowboy hat. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's the end of that story. It's just a sad, miserable one. And Aww. it's genuinely where I had to go because the other thing that I was like, I had another thing. And it genuinely <sighs> is like a... I once went to the the cultural museum in Vestmanair, right? <laughs> right? That's it. That's all I remember. I think I went. So that's the extent of that. That's unfortunately also going to be mine. <laughs> One of <Aww>. mine. <laughs> the cultural museum. Um. So at my school, um, I think it might be common across a lot of British schools. Um. There is usually like a big school trip, like once per year. Uh, sorry, once per term, and we had three three times a year. Um, so at the end of each, like you would go away for a day, and then the teachers got to fuck around for a day or deal with whatever kids weren't allowed to go. Um, invariably, I didn't go because my parents didn't have any money. Um, and one day, um, my teachers noticed that I had never been on a trip, despite having been there for three years. And our schools are only four years uh, for each type of school that we have. Um, so they sent me to Germany. Um, there was a school trip. Yes, there was a school trip going to Germany. Um, so our language classes, uh, we are, we are destined we are legally made i don't know i don't know if that's true um we basically had to do french um from the uh when we we're about 11 or 12 years old and we had to do it for a minimum of four or five years and then we went to our next school and then you had to take a second language at least for two years and all of the language classes all got to go to their various countries for a visit either like a, a day if you're going to france or like a week if you're going to spain or to germany um My teachers realized I had never been on a trip and I was doing pretty well in German at the time. I still really can't speak any German. It's <laughs> it's only slightly worse than Icelandic, though. Um, so they uh, they basically went, okay, if you can get yourself a passport or your parents can pay for a passport, we will pay for everything for you to go to Germany. Um, so my parents managed to just about get enough money together to pay for a passport. It was the only time I'd left the country between the ages of zero and... 20 when I finally Damn. went to France. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but that was going to Disney World, so I don't really think I counts. <laughs> oh, cheating. <laughs> cheating. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, so it was the only trip I'd ever made out of the country. Um, and it was fun. Like, we went to this hotel where a bunch, I think it was like 12 of us were there at the time. And we met another class of kids um, from another school in um, Spain. So the people that did all the languages at our school, because there's some real linguists there. Um, they were chatting with them and we were chatting with them we were all speaking in English as well and it was really fun um, one night we had a disco and it was hilarious um, you, had, you went to a German disco yeah we went to a disco you stereotype um, we to, where in Germany we did you to go to a disco I, I don't know um, <laughs> there was a cathedral there uh, Cologne and it was a, a major <laughs> maybe we took a we took a we took a, a small boat trip down the the big river Rhine whatever it is Hmm, yeah, if it's the Rhine, then it was probably Cologne. 
Sounds roughly right. I mean, I, I, I can't speak much more German now than I did then. So I, 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 don't, I just went because it was like the first time I could ever leave. <laughs> so, yeah, we went there and we did the, the, the bit down, uh, down the river and we saw some really cool castles. Um, we got to hang out at the cathedral for a bit and do some wandering around, do some shopping. Um, it's the first time I'd ever used foreign currency and it was the euro and it was back into old days <laughs> when you could get two euros for one pound and it was great. Um <laughs> And I brought these ginormous slippers, which were like tiger feet. Um, so I, I bought those because my feet got cold, and it was great. Um, they didn't have, um, they didn't sort the bedroom arrangements out properly, so I ended up having to sleep on the sofa uh, for the three days that we were there. Uh, but I had plenty of blankets; they just didn't have enough beds. Um, so like, okay, I guess I'll sleep on the sofa. Like, whatever, it's comfier than my bed. Fuck it. Um, so that was kind of different and interesting um and then when we got on the coach on the way back uh the last day we were there was my birthday and and it started snowing and then i got a gift on the bus and then we came home that was it the what, end what did you get wait what <laughs> uh they got me a book it was a, a notebook and it was like one of those flocked ones so it was like red and fluffy and there were pink hearts in it and i fucking hated it but the writing <laughs> surface was really nice so i, I wrote for you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hate this thing, but it's really functional. <laughs> it's really functional. It was, it was not me. It did not fit with my aesthetic at all. Like clearly, it's like one of the one of my, with, my with your one of my shorts. absolutely. <laughs> I was not into anime. I thought cartoons were kids, and I was a snob, so I didn't watch that. Um, no, it was it was a lot of fun. One of my favorite teachers. Um, he was this amazing math teacher. He was actually technically a music teacher, but he taught maths. Um, he was an absolute drunkard. Um, and I think he brought it for me as a joke <laughs> because he was consistently pranking people as we were also pranking him. Um, so I think that's why, you, why, I, why I ended up with that gift. So, yeah, and that, was it. that was that was that was my third favorite. It was one of the first real experiences I had of actually going away from home for any significant amount of time. Um, and it means I got a passport, which means I could actually start leaving the country. Not that I did for another five or six years and I had to get another passport anyway. So like whatever. But. Yeah, we're like um, freedom. <laughs> good times. Yeah, it was. It was really. Um, I think also at the time, my my uh, my uh, slightly older brother who has who has some um, development issues, he was going on a respite week the same week that that was happening, and I think my parents saw it as like, oh my god, we could have the week off, we could be at home alone. Um, so I think they took the opportunity. <laughs> do 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 you think they 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 paid for the Sky packets and watched more expensive channels while you were away? <laughs> No, we didn't have Sky in the house. Um, we didn't actually have to have a TV package. We only had like the basic four um, until I was like 15 or 16 when my dad and I rung up the um, the internet bill because mm -hmm. my dad was trying to claim that I was studying with the internet so that he could get the fastest internet because he wanted it for his shit and his gaming. Um, so he sold my mum to that and that's when we got the TV package at home. <laughs> but it definitely was not that week. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was one of my top three. It's the first time I ever got to leave and I don't think we did that so I was like 14 or 15, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my third. Yay. What was the... Uh, point of the German trip? Like, were you supposed to go culturally absorb Germany or was um, it literally so just like, here's stores, here's a disco, this is German culture? <laughs> no, bon it wasn't really a cultural... <laughs> <laughs> French, you idiot. Uh... <laughs> 
Say idiot. Um, no. Um, it was really just for us to use our the German that we had learned in conversation with Germans. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, that was literally language. It. But we spent most of the time speaking English to the the Spanish kids. Next time, so it didn't really matter anyway. <laughs> Should have learned Spanish. No, <laughs> I had a lot of time learning German and French at school, of which I both know basically nothing. Um, I still learned more German from playing on a Delta Force 2 online. And yeah, now you're, you're sticking Icelandic in my head. So now I'm like, I have no real language apart from English, and that's falling apart slowly, <laughs> word by word. <laughs> Join me. No, yeah, it, the whole... The whole point of the trip was just to uh, speak German with Germans in a non-controlled setting, essentially. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And yeah, the only reason I got to go is because my teachers felt sad for me. <laughs> that is actually was really it? cute. Yeah, it was, it was really nice of them. I really appreciate it. It was, it was fun. That was it. That's my story. Um, all right, Cassie, let's go with you. Yeah, I have, uh, as, uh, same as Aethor, I have barely any recollection of my uh, time from school, like, I all blacked that out because I don't want to remember it. So thanks for bringing that childhood <laughs> trauma back up. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. I realize like some of us are in our thirties or whatever it is and trying to remember like half our lives back. It's real tough. <laughs> yeah, it, it was also yeah. like uh, the times in school when we did school trips was were also the times in school when uh, I did not have any peers or like not not peers I had but no friends mm. and stuff. Uh, or rather, the people I hung out with were people I hung out with because I had no other alternatives. Um, so mm-hmm. <laughs> so non, not good memories for me. Um, I had the choice for this one between uh, two very typical ger- uh, German trips that are often done here. Um, one I'm not going to talk about much because I have nothing to say about that. It's like, well, actually, <laughs> I have nothing to say about both. So I might as well just mention both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so one is uh, that we went to skiing um, somewhere in the Alps. Uh, we had we were given the choice in class to go either skiing or I think the alternative was go surfing or something in, in the um, North Sea or something. I don't know what the fuck we were supposed to do there. Like I I personally voted the other option, whatever the fuck that was, but uh, I was ruled out because I am not a big big fan of skiing. That's just a very uh, a very white people sport and I'm not signed up for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I would rather die than ski. Um, but oh, uh, you're missing out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I we went seven days to uh, in somewhere in the Alps and we did basically um, skiing for like, a big, like the, we had some beginners and some people that already had some experience in the class and the beginners like me just spent the entire week doing like the the the, the, the tiny slopes uh, and stuff mm-hmm. and i think day one or two i uh not broke my leg but like what's the other thing not not breaking it Sprain? but like, spraining it yeah Fracked. i, I yeah, sprained my leg so <laughs> i could not um ski anymore so they uh, sent sent us the the invalids out to do other stuff like go uh walking <laughs> in, uh, across the the stuff like for an entire day or i don't remember exactly oh. but what? Yeah. picking pine cones what do they do to you <laughs> the invalids yeah, the people that like either were too afraid to ski or that had like some injuries that did not properly allow them to ski. Um, we bundled mm. up together and we instead we do, did like hiking through the Alps um, mm-hmm. just uh, with a snow. 
I'm not. I don't remember if we had a snowboard in there or like no the long skis. The long skis. We had just did the the thing where we mm -hmm. walked in single file and just walked through the Alps for an entire day, just to keep us occupied. <laughs> yeah, but why, I have... why didn't you go to one of the world famous German discos? I've been hearing so much. About. <laughs> oh God, I fell. Well, that's the other trip I don't have much to say about. Um, oh no, no, no! It's not... <laughs> Excuse me, that's not a disco. <laughs> An entire trip just to go to a disco. No, no, no. Like oh. like every German, uh, we have to, like, it is mandatory for every German class to go to uh, a concentration camp um, to to look at the stuff there. And we went to Dachau. For some reason, in my mind, I always thought we went to Auschwitz, but that's in, in uh, Poland. So probably it just got replaced in my mind because it's the, the word that comes up more often. But no, we went to Dachau. Um And I don't really have much recollection of it because it's a three-hour trip with the entire class on the bus. And I'm an introvert and that just completely Oof. knocked me out Oof. so hard that I <laughs> I was like, I was completely uh, devoid of attention span <laughs> when, once we arrived. <laughs> you arrived emotionally drained to a concentration camp yeah. seminar. I cannot imagine yeah. a worse fucking thing to do. <laughs> yep. Jesus. Sorry. Um, And we went like there. Our, we our we drove there three hours and had to drive three hours back on the same day. We did not stay there a night. <laughs> oh, so my my school, when you when you're in um in sixth form and you take history, um, it's not exactly required, but they're like, hey, you need to spend like at least a one boy and one girl to go visit um Auschwitz. And of course, I was the only girl in my history class, so I ended up having to go. Um, so we took the flight to Poland, then we were on a bus, and then we went there, and then we had to do the same in reverse. And I had not slept at all, because I was like, oh shit, I don't really want to go do this, this is miserable. And then, yeah, I remember standing there where they were talking about the things, I'm like, I feel really upsetting right now, and now we have to fly back, and I'm so tired, I just can't anymore. <laughs> I just, I remember virtually nothing yeah. from that trip, yeah. it's just like, no just just give it the time it needs don't don't rush the process but like being on a bus of three hours doing that and then three hours back oh man yeah. that sucks yeah it sucks massively yeah it's just like the traveling it is a strain of just traveling in a bus with like a crowd of people that are noisy and then like yep. people that also try to engage you in a conversation and it that was also a time in my life where i was like when i um When I did not watch the street or like looked forward, I got extremely motion sick. <laughs> oh, so I had to deal with that on top of everything. And like at some point, I was oh. just like, "If someone talks to me, I'm gonna puke." <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. I will throw up on you. <laughs> oh, they used to put us who were really sick at the front of the coach. Um, so the trip back and forth to Germany, they were like, I, "We have to put like him here, and we have to put this other boy over here because they just throw up every time." Yeah. I've, I've, like, I don't know why, but like the idea of getting uh, sick on a bus is just such a foreign idea to me. I mean, like, you, you, you had training on the open sea, like you had, like you were training in hard mode your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a like I've thrown up once like while traveling in a car and that was because I was brutally hungover like <laughs> like violently hungover but are you the kind of person that can read while you're while someone is driving you in a car like if you're in the back yeah. seat or whatever can you read yeah yeah then you don't get motion sickness I can literally I not read sickness. huh no, I can see sickness yeah but maybe you have a more extreme ver version of it like I cannot even yeah, yeah. 
back in the days when when maps were a thing, I could not be the one reading the map while we were driving. Oof. But map is just a giant Oof. pretty picture. Yes. What are you talking <laughs> but, about, Cassie? <laughs> but you need to concentrate and focus on a, a steady image while your um, your ears are constantly telling you you're moving, you're moving, you're moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can, like, do do you not like play on your phone while you walk? Well, I walk. Yeah, I well, I well, I walk. I have like full control over my body. When okay, I'm being yeah. driven, I have no control. Yeah, okay. I, I was just wondering how brutal this was. I was wondering <laughs> if, like, you pick up your phone while walking and then you just... <laughs> like, <"Bruh!" laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I got a text. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Aether, when people go out, they don't always look at their phones. Not everyone's glued to their phone. <laughs> yeah, you're all just missing out on all these fun internet things. Did you guys know I got mad three times today? <laughs> so Says the person yes, that yes, is hardest to reach when I need something from you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing taxes for 72 hours, Cassie. <laughs> None of your shit. <sighs> oh, fuck, oh, fuck me. <laughs> I've genuinely been doing taxes for more than 10 hours a day for the last five days. <laughs> I have no idea how to get back on topic. I have no idea how we were when we fell off this train. <laughs> you say, wow, Cassie, that sounds like a lot of fun. Anyway, Neil. <laughs> well, my school tried to do skiing trips every year and I never got to go because it's £500. And really only the really rich kids and there was like 10 of them in a school of over a thousand. So... <laughs> What the fuck? When y'all talk about going skiing, I'm just like, that is the richest, most middle class thing you could ever do. <laughs> I'm not actually sure how expensive it is for us. We were also like very poor, uh, like my my, mm. my family and I. It it might be cheaper for us because we are closer to the Alps. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm guessing that's probably it. Yeah. To be honest, um, because obviously, like they would have to also stay in somewhere on the way over, as well as like the the buses and the back yeah. uh, coaches back and forth, and paying the driver and the teachers for twenty four seven care. So yeah, Ugh. well, uh, sounds like a very cool time. <laughs> um, so let's move over to Neil. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Okay. No, please don't quit. (laughs) (laughs) We're dying with anticipation again. Mm. All my school trips pretty much have to do with when I was in band, because that's when you travel the most and do things, right? For, like, Mm -hmm. competitions and stuff. Um, But there was one, and... For sure, like, I shouldn't have been one of the ones going on this because I don't deserve it. This was at, this was a trip that was, and I'm going to do the thing you don't like because I have no other way of going about recalling when this was, but out of 12 grades, this was like <laughs> seventh or eighth. Okay. Somewhere in the middle, so, in the upper middle. Grade. Yeah, somewhere like 13 or 14. <laughs> years old i think I, i'm gonna put somewhere in the bottom a link to how old is everybody in each grade <laughs> right so before these people listening can figure it out right before high school 12 to 13 years old is american seventh seventh grade okay, okay then okay and so i had i used to play trombone and yeah i used to be pretty pretty good at it however i was not good at reading music <laughs> Um, I, 
sight reading was not a thing I could do. I couldn't look at a, the sheet music and tell you what any of the th- the notes were or tell you what position on the slide that they were. But <laughs> I was good at intervals in the slide. And like once I heard everyone around me do it, I could pretty much do it, right? So <laughs> like hearing it many, many, many times a day, I like we would play there would be this piece of music that they would make us play that was more complicated than other stuff. It's meant to like feature an instrument, right? So the trombones would have their own thing. And then you like play this solo in front of a group of judges at a, at a thing. And then you get potentially put into one of like two bands of people in like the entire kind of school district area so like dallas would have one of these things right and i I went to school in dallas at the time so we were playing this complicated piece of music and stuff and i had learned it through osmosis basically (laughs) and uh everyone else practiced so much for this stuff and i did not (laughs) so let's be clear i didn't deserve to be one of the ones who did well to uh, go on this you bitch but i did and i i I made it into the to the band or whatever and that's not what this trip is because i'm gonna be clear i didn't like going (laughs) i didn't like winning this i didn't like being the the one who did very good at the the little piece of music and then got to go play because you had to go play with another big prestigious like group a a big um concert band Hmm. right and that's all good and fun and all but what that means for me <laughs> is that I don't get to play Nintendo one and two, <laughs> I have to sit in a room with a bunch of people that know what they're doing and worked very hard and be me <laughs> who doesn't know how to read the music has to hear it a couple times before I understand what to do <laughs> and just you know, fake it till I make it. Did, did <laughs> you not of, get a in front of buddy? everyone? Did Do you what? not just pull somebody aside and just like, hey, hey, buddy, hey, here's like, I'm ten American fun bucks. Play the song for me, man. <laughs> I need to copy somebody. Have you seen Pokemon? I am Ditto. <laughs> I would just pretend. I would do this. I would do the. Th- I would not make noise with it, but I'd put it up to my face like I was, and <laughs> just move the slide around until eventually I got it right. I just faked it. I didn't play. I pretended like I was playing, and I listened for the first couple rounds. You know, try to follow along what everyone else is doing. I can. I can look at a piece of music and get the rhythm out of it. Right, that I can do. But anything else, like apply if. I, there were so many embarrassing moments in high school, the, very, like, the next year, which I've, I've gone over, right? Because I said I had a strict high school band teacher in one mm-hmm. of the previous episodes. Um, that was embarrassing <laughs> because he would stand me up in front of this class and just gawk in, in amazement at how I got there with, without knowing anything. He would ask me, like, what's this note? And there's just silence from me. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, hmm. 
And then someone tells me what it is. And then I, I tell him, it's a G. He's like, okay, what position on the slide is a G? Silence from me. <laughs> like, I knew nothing. I was useless. I... And, you know, it's great that he put me in the jazz band, his most prestigious bullshit after that. And, like, taught me how to improv, at least, because something came of it. Great. He was a great teacher. <laughs> he was. He might have just thought you're a savant or something. Like, no, no, no. He just doesn't get on with the system that we've put in place. It's <laughs> anarchy and music. <laughs> just put him in jazz. <laughs> um, but anyways, in, in in this middle school one, um, the thing that I did like is that the band director to encourage students to try hard, um, which I did not do, was that all of the kids <laughs> that made the top band thing he would take them to a restaurant called the Magic Time Machine in Dallas. And if you go to magictimemachine.com, <laughs> you can see this fun novelty little restaurant that he took us to. Um, Furiously typing. Which, of course, the Magic Time Machine. Time Magic machine. Time com. You can click About Us and see a little picture. That's just, it's just a restaurant with history themes? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind like, of. I've seen pirates? Yeah, it was a mishmash of uh, stuff. But was... Holy shit, they're still going. <laughs> but it was oh, really fantastic. neat. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember much about the restaurant. Um, was, it, was it worth being the best... Ditto that you could be. I like, uh, no, I <laughs> I didn't, let me be clear, I didn't deserve <laughs> to do this through hard work or anything. I don't know why I, I was able to do good at things, but here we are at the Magic Time Machine. Um, I'll tell you right now, Neil, you and me would not have gotten on. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I, I learned how to play guitar as a kid and I struggled for every fucking note to learn to read and play. I have like my only innate skill in my life is math and like low level maths, like multiplication, maybe a little bit of square roots and shit like that. Like I can get that shit, like a little bit of algebra. That's, that's place for me. That's where my <laughs> savantness ends. You meanwhile are over there playing in fucking symphonies, getting blowjob on the magic carpet ride. <laughs> I I would have hated the shit out of you, man. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, I just kind of naturally picked up things by ear very easily. And once it was there, it didn't really matter how complicated the music was or whatever. I, I applied it to visual and just like I, I knew it at that point, like what I was looking I knew what I was looking at on the page, while I didn't know it technically, I know what to do during that part. You know what I mean? I could eventually get it. <laughs> but it was just very hard for me to to do things initially. And sight reading was nightmarish for me. So <laughs> yeah, I struggled at that, but like once I hear it a couple times, I'm I've got it, and then you know, that's what they call musical genius. You hear it so many times a day that it it was just. I mean, they they probably saw something in you. They must have. No, for it. sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was dumb that I was able to accomplish anything. <laughs> I don't I don't know how. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry you didn't enjoy your magic carpet rides. <laughs> I enjoyed the magic time machine. I enjoyed being able to like go on the trips. Don't get me wrong. 
I just didn't like the responsibilities that came after winning. <laughs> you know, the the whole okay. being a part of the prestigious band in the area thing and having to be around kids that would be able to call me out for sure. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, the kids standing next to you whilst you're just mining. struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? There would be doing? like there would be like two bands, right? There'd be the the that you'd get in the the first band or the second band. And I would always for some reason get put in the first band with all the kids that definitely knew what they were doing. <laughs> and there's me <laughs> who bullshit my way through the piece of music that we all learned. And little little old little Neo. With his yeah. little black beady eyes and a straight mouth. <laughs> I'd rather be playing be. Nintendo. <laughs> Not embarrassing myself. Did you ever, like... Oh. Did you ever, like, get to play, like, a thing that you were kind of... Like, did you have a favorite thing to play? Like, do you have a memory of, like, that? Where there was that one time where we did a really cool thing? Anything like that? Um, In concert band, a little bit mm-hmm. less, right? Okay. Um, there was one year of high school that I really liked the couple pieces of music and we went to a couple competitions and did well. And I enjoyed that because that mm-hmm. was with everyone that I knew. Right. I didn't like being put in bands with strangers that didn't know that like those people are just now learning that I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I still, the, it, those people know that I shouldn't. <laughs> They already know. So it was less embarrassing. Um <laughs> But yeah, there's a couple pieces like that in concert band, maybe, but mostly in jazz band. I got along in that uh, uh, far better. I just liked the piece of mu- the pieces of music more. It was a different atmosphere, you know. Concert band was really boring for me, I think. <laughs> but hey, we were outside marching. Marching band, I did not like at all. Yeah, our school didn't have a music band department thing really it was this yeah we had like we had like a a a tiny it was called a wing right and it was basically like one big classroom and two smaller little recording rooms that didn't have anything to record in it they just had like a piano in one and like some guitars in the other um but yeah it was just this this tiny little place and it was just these two beaten up old pianos that look they have seen far better days um guitars that at one point were missing strings because uh, uh the kids in my school uh sliced them open no. uh, because they thought that would be funny um yeah they were shitty school um and we had a drum kit which uh which sort of shockingly surprised the whole four years that i was there um but yeah like we didn't have any enough instruments or anyone musically trained to be able to do that (laughs) the idea of a a school having a band or a marching band is just like that blows my mind like it's just not a thing my school had it's a a big thing in the states i guess because sports are big in the states you know that and then yeah every school has its marching band that goes alongside it you know free hype man it's Mm -hmm. a point of pride i guess (laughs) if you don't if you don't have the band nerds with your with your football stuff what are you doing Like <laughs> it'd be embarrassing so, to show up without the loud stuff to your we, we football had like stuff. A so you have to have music team, which you guys like. We had British football. We had British football team, and we had uh, the netball team. And I was on the netball team for like two years. So like once every two months, you were forced to like go on this like 
shitty minibus wearing your your PE kit because we didn't have a uniform. We definitely didn't have a marching band. We definitely didn't have cheerleaders. It was us standing there awkwardly next to girls who were like six foot fucking six. And you're just like, I can't defend this. Everything I'm doing is wrong. I don't know the rules of netball. <laughs> they grabbed any kid who was willing to turn up at the time. Like, yeah, they make just big deal boys about my sports. Have that. They're always building new stadiums and stuff. For the kids, yeah. and like, how's how's <laughs> high school sports like sinking this much money into anything? I don't get it, but I don't understand. <laughs> big boy sports. Different, so. There's money yeah, in sports. Me, it's yeah. yeah, ridiculous. But luckily, well, esports is getting on the scene, and now all the football, yes. handball, basketball fuckers can look over at esports <laughs> and go like. Why the fuck are those people getting paid a million dollars? And we can finally go, right, right. <laughs> Now look back at finally, your own sport. Finally, they recognize my skills 10 years after I lose them. No, um. no. I I just get frustrated when I hear about like a football player who's getting paid like 20 million pounds a day or something stupid like that. Just for existing. <laughs> yep. It's insane. Yeah. It's insanity. <laughs> insanity. Uh, well, thank you for that, Neon. Um, <laughs> even though you may have feel like an imposter, <laughs> he was yeah. a talented musician, and that's what they're seeing. But um, you're just like the annoying math nerds that don't even need to study. They just turn up, do the maths, and walk away. And you're like, "Fuck you, man." Um, that's just you. Or actually, you're like the kind of people that just that just pick up a language from hearing it instead of learning it from writing it. Ah, uh, uh, you people disgust me. <laughs> I, I got grilled pretty hard the next couple of years, though. When I hit high school and he realized that I had no fucking idea what I was doing and was still just, like, making top band and sitting with people that did know what they were doing, I was made a fool of. <laughs> I, I like worst. that you had I like that you had your Hollywood scene where you're, like, while you're still talented, they're, like, showing off your faults. Ah, yeah, you had, like, that... <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's straight out of a movie where the the main character who's kind of been coasting by on uh, uh, raw talent meets a skill wall, but you didn't even hit a skill wall. You just had a teacher who was like, "Stop it!" <laughs> hey, what's that note? What are you doing? Are you I am offended. Me? Why are you not answering? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> How have you gotten here? <laughs> oh, I've been impressed How with you before, fuck, and here you are. This is such a disappointment. <laughs> oh, Neil. No, it was funny. Well, you can... I guess I looking back, it was not funny at the time, let me be clear. No. <laughs> But looking back, kind of funny. <laughs> I could have learned. I could have tried, put an effort to go like study music in my off time, but that would take away from time that Nintendo I time. spent doing things <laughs> that, you know, I cared more about than playing trombone. <laughs> trombone was something I did at school. Why would I go home and do that, you know? <laughs> All right. Thank you, New. All right, Aethel. Oh, What's in your second spot? Oh, me again. All right. Uh, you again. So. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Aethel killed me when he called you Disso. <laughs> Disso? <laughs> I was just ditto. dying inside. Oh, Ditto! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Neil over there, the human Ditto. <laughs> I just... 
okay, I've gotten that out of my system now. Cassie, can, can, can I get art of Neo as a human ditto? <laughs> <laughs> Episode, um, episode cover. All right, Aethel, what have you got? Uh, all right, uh, my second place goes to the school trip I took in the 10th grade, which would be like 15, 16 year old. Um, so uh, in my school, at least, you were supposed to take a school trip in your 7th and your 10th grade. Our 7th grade uh, school trip got cancelled because there was no snow and the uh, the 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 tradition is to go skiing. No! Yes, um, and I was very sad because I'd never gone skiing in my life when it got cancelled in my 7th grade. But what the teachers promised was the money that would have been spent on this will be instead spent on your 10th grade uh, school trip. There was no so- snow for our 10th grade school trip. <laughs> So I had not gone skiing until I went with like a friend of mine who like when I was like 23, I went like, yeah, I've never gone skiing. He was like, motherfucker, you're coming with me right now. We're driving. There's snow on Blaufield. Like we're going. You fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, so 10th grade, we're supposed to go on a ski trip, but there's no snow. So we instead, we go to a cabin that is like always rented out and then we take a bus to Reykjavik and we do things. Reykjavik is the capital. And we go bowling and I don't remember what else we did. We probably went to a museum and probably a movie theater. We went to see a movie. I don't remember what movie, but we went to see a movie. I just remembered. Um, Yeah, and like it was a final uh, school trip. But the key things I remember from that school trip is my pet died while I was away. No! (laughs) What? What did you have? A bunny. No! I... (laughs) I had a bunny. It died when we went to see the movie Sea Biscuit. Uh, <laughs> uh, so never had a bunny. Yeah. Throwing that out there, you bunny owners. <laughs> and um, I was also in a weird spot in my like social development where I had just basically dropped my old friend group. They all just became weird, and I was like working on finding new friends. So I was quite lonely. <laughs> Uh, and yeah so it was not the greatest trip I did not get to go skiing skiing. (laughs) and I was alone you should have been with your buddy Uh, I I genuinely do think my parents released the bunny but they don't they they say it just died but I don't believe them I think they just released it on the island yeah we have bunnies on the the island yeah really I'm coming bye wow Um, they are technically an invasive species, but uh, no, they just live up in the the herd. <laughs> what the fuck did they eat on? Uh, all of Aether's bunnies that his parents let out. They're still on the <laughs> They don't occur naturally here, but there's so many of them. But I do have two fun memories from that trip. One is somebody found a Ouija board. And I randomly got roped in with a group of people that I usually didn't hang out with to do a Ouija board thing. It was very fun. It was very spooky. And we just had fun. And the other thing, which is probably the weirdest one, I learned what Pokemon was. Somebody handed me a Game Boy with a Pokemon in it at some point. And I just played the game for a little bit. And that's where I learned what the fuck Pokemon was. Those are the only two upsides of that entire trip. But yeah. I'm just trying to unpack. You dropped two like 
three kind of really big bombs on us at once. First of all, your parents let your bunny loose on the island. <laughs> there were already a bunch of them out there. It it, it, it was a wild bunny. It was a wild bunny I caught and I, I put in a little cage <sighs> and I definitely didn't treat it right enough. And I think they just saw their chance and let it go. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. It's still been my bunny okay. for over a year, so. <laughs> Your bunny's dead, Aethor. I'm sorry. It's oh, like 100%. I still see him around town <laughs> when I see other bunnies. It, well, like bunnies running around the time. town. The sheeps run around town, but not the bunnies. <laughs> what? I need to know. What do the? I, I didn't know before that uh, um, that there were bunnies on the island. Have you ever witnessed the uh, puffins interact with the bunnies, and what do they do? N- No. Uh, so if the bunny, bu- uh, if the puffin would land where the bunnies are, they are so far away from the town we would never find them. Uh, the bunnies live up in the rain, the area that is completely unlit and unmolested, basically by he- people, unless people are like going hiking and shit like that. That's where the bunnies live. And then the puffins tend to live on the edge of the island itself. Yeah, they um, try to land close because to they the want to be left alone. Yeah, also because they want to see the water, um, because the water is like where they get the main source of food. So oh yeah, didn't you say the they can only fly when they see them. water? Yep. Yeah, basically. They they won't fly if they can't see water. They will always just crash and burn. <laughs> Showed him a bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they I think they can't take off. It's like Dumbo uh, with the if feather. Not water. <laughs> <laughs> you were always able to fly. You just have to believe in yourself. <laughs> No, uh, like, unfortunately, there's not much else to say about that trip. Uh, it was semi-fun, but it was marred by big <laughs> negativity <laughs> at the moment. But, yeah. Uh, I also randomly, when I think about that trip, I will find myself thinking back to scout activities I did and mixing them in. And I'm, like, always picking the fun scout shit I did out of the school memory. Like, no, no, that didn't happen there. <laughs> you know, I was going to criticize you for this... <laughs> trip mm. and the fact that it was very negative to you made your mm. top two <laughs> things but i guess your third one was the absence of a trip the non-existence <laughs> of a trip so i guess yeah. so we've we've had an absence of a trip not quite the right trip will his number one top spot be an actual trip <laughs> wait 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 hang on We're gonna play an ad now. Tune in after the ad to learn more. <laughs> Perfect time for these ads. Du, 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 du. Ad. <laughs> All right, we're back. <laughs> I found the perfect spot. Uh, like guys. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. <sighs> well, at least you found something fun. Like, you you found Pokemon as much as I think it is not up my alley. (laughs) But you also play with a Ouija board? What the fuck? I have a question, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be from just utter ignorance, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) forgive me. (laughs) Does the Icelandic Ouija board have the Icelandic letters on it? Uh, Yeah, so somebody had uh, carved a Ouija board into the floor (laughs) underneath where there were, like, Uh, mattresses laid down. They carved them into the fucking floorboards. It was a summer cabin. Like, it didn't exactly have, like, fancy floors. It was just pieces That's of wood. That's dangerous. That's how you... That's wild. It's, it, 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 what if you have I, I, to what, dispose of the Ouija board Neo, because Neo, the ghost Neo, is in it? 
Neil, you're going to take that voodoo and you're going to show it right where it belongs. <laughs> but Ethel, what if what if that's like, that's, like, that's where the demons are crawling out of now? Yeah. And they 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 can truly uh, command you, unlike if you're in Britain, because they have the thought in that Ouija board. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to be real honest guy here, guys. I didn't believe in ghosts when I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> I was just happy to be included. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, anyway, that is still a serious question I have about the Ouija board, though. Like, if you were going to buy one in Iceland, does it have the Icelandic letters on I it? I don't think anybody makes Ouija boards for Iceland. It is not a big thing. I learned what a Ouija board was in that moment. I'd never... Like, oh. Like, I, I'm assuming I'd probably seen it in a cartoon or a movie at some point, but it never, like, registered. It's in the same way that, like, I, as a kid, watched American cartoons about uh, Santa Claus and he came down chimneys and there was only one of them. And my brain just never, like, figured out, like, wait, no, we have 13 <laughs> Santa Clauses and they put the stuff in the shoe, not in, like, a sock. And what the fuck's a fireplace? Because I've never seen one. <laughs> like, your brain doesn't realize these dumb yep, things. Yep, uh... So, like, I learned what a VG board was there and then. They've got a bunch of candles. We like lit them up. And then, then somebody got like, I don't remember. It wasn't like a real Ouija board pin thingy. I, I don't remember what the fuck we were holding. Just like a piece of wood with a hole in it or something. And yeah, then we dragged <laughs> well, it around. <laughs> well, that's kind of dope. I, I guess if anyone has no signing Ouija board, please send us pictures. Um, you know how to tweet us. Do it. <laughs> really we have wild. so many fans. Surely one of you has an Icelandic Ouija board. Everyone, send us your Ouija boards. <laughs> like we have a PO box, right? Don't send <laughs> us haunted Ouija boards. If I get any haunted, haunted Ouija haunted. boards in the mail, I'm sending them but right Neil, to Iceland. We only want haunted Icelandic Ouija boards. Not, 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 not our, our American and British shit. We want Icelandic <laughs> haunted Ouija boards. <laughs> Why would you carve a I'd Ouija board to to into put... a house like? <laughs> That's I just want to fill out the customs form when you send in like the the Icelandic haunted Ouija board, like filling that out through customs. <laughs> I swear we're not transporting remains. <laughs> oh no no this 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 board this is just for learning the alphabet. You see, I have like a little cousin who's just uh-huh. learning, and <laughs> <laughs> I have a girlfriend. She's no idea what Earth is. <laughs> why, why does it also say yes, no, and goodbye? <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Oh, fuck me. Um, all right. I have my number two. Um, in my middle school, uh, you either went on this trip in your sixth year or the seventh year, so when you're 11 or 12 years old. Um, and I didn't go until I was 12 years old and that's because the school partially paid for it and my parents paid like I think like £20 or something and I went away for like four or five days to the Isle of Wight which is fairly close to where I lived um, and it was an outdoor activity centre and it's the first time I had stayed in a bunk room with other people like I'd shared my room with anyone ever um, which was like interesting we had to make our own beds and of course like me growing up the way I did my bed was made all the duvets and all the pillows made up and the sheets on and I looked around the girls are still trying to like figure out how to put their duvet into the duvet cover because they had never done that before in their lives and there were eight of them no (laughs) it's like fucking kidding me 
So I showed one of them and they were like, oh, thanks. Can you do the rest? So I undid hers. I took it out. I threw it all back on the floor and walked out the room. <laughs> I'm like, no, I showed one of you. I'm not doing all of yours. You're ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I did not have a lot of friends in middle school. I had like oh, one very good friend. Shocking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had, no, I had, I was like, I had two very good friends. Um, one was a boy and he went on the trip the year before and the girl went the year before as well. So I, I, I was there on my own. I'm like, well, okay, whatever. Um, we, <laughs> we did a lot of random shit. I did get to make some friends that clearly did not go beyond the trip. Um, this place called Kingswood. I remember like uh we had like sandwich rolls which were kind of like smaller than the size of our hands and i remember we were all having a competition to see who could fit the most roll in their mouth in one go <laughs> and me and like three other kids did it <laughs> it was really great and it's been like 20 minutes trying to chew this fucking roll <laughs> because we weren't allowed to spit it out that was the rule oh no um so there was that um I met, uh, the first time I ever met anybody else who has an allergy to oranges, um, and he was a, a camp counsellor called Skippy, and he was always very hyperactive, but he too can have oranges, so like we talked a lot about that. Um, it's the first time I ever had hot chocolate, because they gave it to us at the end of each evening as like a wind-down thing, just like talk. It was actually cocoa, but like the kids were like, eh, this is too bitter, put more sugar in it. I don't as it was, it was great. Um, and... One evening, I remember being woken up at like 10 o'clock at night. They got all the kids out of the bed. They had to put all their warm clothes on. And then they blindfolded us all, blindfolded us all. And then they led us through an obstacle course. No. <laughs> it was great. That it sounds fun. It was fucking fun. cold. Um, it was great. Like, um, I didn't, I, I was at the front of the queue because my, my name was first alphabetically, surname wise. Um, and they were like, oh, you have to explain what you're doing. And I had no idea what the fuck that guy was talking about. I only just managed to fall asleep. Everyone else been asleep for hours. I was like, uh, what the fuck? And I had to explain how to go with my feet that my feet had gone forward, hit a block, gone up, and then moved forward. Now, one would call that a step, but I couldn't think of that word. <laughs> So I could say you have to go up a step. So I got sent to the back of the queue um, because I told you what I was doing. <laughs> and then two other kids got sent to the back of the queue. And then me and like five other kids, we kind of separated from like the group of 60 that had gone. And we just found our own way through this obstacle course because like this, this person that was giving us directions was just fucking useless and stopped talking to us. So we made our own little group and we figured out how to get through this obstacle course completely blindfolded. It was great. Um, and it was the first time I had ever heard the song YMCA <laughs> and figured out what the fuck that song was about. Uh, we had a disco um, at the end of the last night and we did dancing and I was like, what the fuck is this song? It was the YMCA. And uh, then I went to bed and I went home and all the friends I had made uh, disappeared when we went back to school because I was not a cool kid. Um, I, I They just didn't they, No, That wasn't a thing. I was a huge nerd child. So they were like, no, I'm not talking to you anymore. Um yeah. And despite that, that is still one of my favorite trips because it was just super fun. We got to do a lot of stupid shit like kayaking and climbing and like abseiling and shit and like little team tasks. We had to like build these platforms across the ground. We weren't allowed to touch the ground, but we only had limited supplies. It was fun. Um, it, was, it was good. It's the first time I'd gone to an like, activity center at all. And it was just, it was just a lot of fun. And yeah, Coco was fun. It was good. That was it. Activity centers are super fun when you're a kid. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd be so adventurous now. Um, I remember one activity, it's actually on my top list, one of the activities that we did, one of the, the kind of more grown-up activities, uh, places for the older kids, um, was to climb to the top of a 50-foot pole and just stand on a tiny square board and wait for other three uh, people to climb up there as well and then you all jump off at the same time. I was up there and I gave no shits. Like I'm like, climbing up this, this is great. I stood up there, waited, helped people up. If I did that now, I'd collapse after like three feet off the ground. <laughs> I could not do heights at all anymore. I just fucking can't. But yeah, no, I was happy up a 50-foot pole, not giving any shit. Wait, what was at the bottom so. of the pole? Uh, what was at the bottom? Yeah, because you, ju- you ju- um, just jump off. Concrete. Oh. The strong will survive. <laughs> Only the strong will survive. It's team building to get to the top and then survive as the fittest you can land on as many children as possible to not break your bones. You have to see other people like going up off the... Just to... Create your own cushion at the bottom. It was our own squid games to get to the no, um No, it was um, it was in a forest, um, and we all had harnesses and top hat and um, hard hats and stuff um, because there was no way they'd let kids climb a fifty foot pole over a fucking tall it was. Um, there was no way they'd let us do that without safety gear. So when we all just got to the top. We all had to jump off, and that was yeah. That but was it. what did you jump onto? Did you literally just jump onto the? We, we just we yeah. Like, because we we had harnesses oh, okay. and we had, so um, you were okay. connected up to like pulleys and shit. That uh, that yeah. was the the uh, detail I was missing. <laughs> no, no, Kathy, <laughs> the corpses of other failures cushion the successful jump. That was not forest that my flight. That was other children. No, Because no. when you said it was in a forest, I was like, that doesn't make it any better. It's not much softer than concrete. <laughs> No, um, I'm assuming the pole was in a concrete base, but no, it was just dirt and shit on top of that. It was, yeah, we were just harnessed up. So when you kind of got right towards the bottom, they slowed you down. Um, it was fun. It was good. So yeah, a random activities camp I did when I was, I don't know, under the under uh, pre-teenage years. Um, yeah, and that's why I learned what the YMCA was. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's my tale. That's it. <laughs> I mentioned it a little bit earlier, uh, but I I used to be in the scouts and like that kind of shit, the activities they get up to, like, yes, it is the uncoolest shit in the world to be a scout, but God fucking damn it, if all the like little physical activities that scouts do isn't a lot of fucking fun, like, I I could not recommend it more. Like, if you feel like your kid seems to be like not active enough or whatever, try to get them into the scouts. I, I think I was going to say, When I started the sentence, I was like, go join the scouts. But then I realized I'm 30 something. It's like, no, wait. <laughs> we don't get to do this shit anymore. We're in the uh, adult yeah, scouts. No, like... <laughs> That's just called swinging, Kezzy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought they're doomsday preppers, but okay. <laughs> but I, I think I would, uh, like as a kid, I would have also become more active if, uh, if something like scouts had been a thing here. It wasn't. But mm-hmm. like, as opposed to doing sports, because... Sports just is lame mm. as fuck. I would rather yeah, do scout activities. It's 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 so much fun. You you like and like I have a bunch of scout trips that were fun. Like I have a bunch of happy scout trip memories that I keep having to pick out of my school trip memories. <laughs> <laughs> like raisins. Like, no, 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 no. This is no no no, 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 no. This was fun. This doesn't belong here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, activity like parks, they're super fun. Did you know there's a activity park for adults somewhere in California? It's called the Break House. Uh, no, do they do there? So, 
Uh, you walk into a room. It's a giant room, and there's a bunch of stuff in there. That's TVs, called an escape room. Lamp, uh, lamps, <laughs> screens, computers, whatever. That's called a living room. You pick out like a couple of things, <laughs> and then you're taken into a room. You're given safety glasses and sledges, drills, hammers, whatever you want, and you just That's get to my J. smash the shit out of the stuff you bought, uh, you picked. What you're describing has <laughs> become like a thing because there's yeah. one of yeah. those here right, where right. I am. Go do a break room, Neil. No, no. <laughs> you need it. You need. You need to breathe in those healthy uh, electric handkerchiefs. Yeah. Smoke. yeah. <laughs> Go fuck up some light bulbs and TVs. That sounds more like someone had the someone who had like a um, trash de- depository. Like I don't know what they call mm-hmm. it. Whether you would deliver your trash. Like, uh, yeah, the dump. dump the trash, yeah, yeah. Had like a dump and was like, how do I get rid of all this trash? It's a brilliant business. <laughs> <laughs> I I, yeah. I, I want to sell this old Genius. drunk TV that I got at a thrift store for five dollars. Well, I'm going to charge someone fifty dollars to have a room to destroy. I just sold that TV for fifty dollars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Genius. Yep. <laughs> so how you as sell a, yep. junk yeah. to people. As, as a fan of smashing shit, I would definitely go to a break room if there was somebody opened up a break room. <laughs> So here's the thing: you are still, you could start just start your own break room. Nope, nope. <laughs> I no, Cassie. I just did taxes for 72 hours. I'm not opening another business. <laughs> But maybe you don't have to do taxes for that one. In Buy one universe, pay pay for an accountant, Ethel. God fucking damn it! I, I fucked him. I'm not getting into this. <laughs> I just put it like that. It shouldn't be 72 hours. I fucked up and I fucked up no. hard. <laughs> you learn from your mistakes. I hope. And I am learning from your mistakes too that we should just get an account. <laughs> I thought you liked math. You said it earlier. Uh, Neil? <laughs> you know what that makes you good at? Ads. <laughs> <laughs> So this advert you're about to hear is for no, an accountancy agency in Iceland. <laughs> I'm making good. Oh, we about. can put a second one. We're putting More a second ads? one in. Okay, okay. we're taking another okay. break, guys. Yeah, put a second one in. We need to massage. Uh, our we're taking another ad break. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go find an Icelandic accountant to drop an ad in just here. <laughs> All right, Cassie, what have you got? Um, so I um, went on a trip with my class to Florence at one point uh, in Tuscany. Yeah, we went to Tuscany and uh, no Florence in Tuscany, and I um, there was an event that happened there uh, that I just looked up earlier, which is why I can tell you exactly when we did this, and it was around <laughs> August two thousand and five, um, because something <laughs> happened in um, uh, in Florence. So they have like this little uh, statue there somewhere, not a statue, a fountain um, that is called Neptune. Um, if you Google Neptune in Florence, you will find it. And something happened like maybe two days before we went there, which was that someone tried to climb up that fountain and uh, knocked the hand off of the Neptune statue, which was why the entire fountain was under construction. Oh, and I looked <laughs> it up on, on Wikipedia and it was entered there that uh, like there were several vandalism issues there. And one where the hand was knocked off was dated. So that's why I knew the the date that uh, happened there. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not sure why why someone would try to climb up that Neptune. 
Um, but we we went there during a time when uh, I was still in my girls' class. And um, I looked up the Neptune and I was like, oh, that must have been a very popular place to go for a girls' class because a uh, naked guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that I was looking a lot at the penis, but thank you for mentioning it. He is quite naked. <laughs> He's quite naked. <laughs> Which is very typical for the art style. Um, I was trying to figure out why all the pictures I could see were from the left side, and it's because his hand is exactly in the right position to cover his trunk from that ankle. <laughs> I had to keep scrolling and scrolling until I got a face full of marble dog. <laughs> you hear that? Athol went scrolling for marble dog. <laughs> you heard it here first. I scrolled for truth. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed that when the guy tried to climb up on the uh, on the statue, he did not knock uh, the, the dick off. Instead, just got the hand. <laughs> Boring. Or the wrong. He, he should have knocked the hand that was covering the dick. <laughs> yes. Exactly. No yes. censorship. I think no one hand. I think, I think one hand is up in the air and one hand is on his <clears> side, <throat> and the one on his side got knocked off. And they restored it. At yeah. So we got to see his junk. Huh? Yeah. yeah that's that's like, no, no, no. It's on his side, on his uh, waist. Oh, on yeah, his hip. He, it's, yeah. He's not covering it. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, you guys have to go look at the marble dong. <laughs> we, we couldn't get close to it because they put like construction work around it. We could not <laughs> look at the thing. The well, I'm glad your random field trips for pizza and jazz were fun. Yeah. Realize I don't want to hit enter. <laughs> <laughs> Just write Neptune statue flooring. I forgot that was the name because I got your marble dong stuck in my head. Google Neptune dong. Uh, One day gonna you're going to be asked, you're going to be asked, what is the name of the famous um, dong uh, in fountain Florence. in Florence? And you're going to be like, marble dong. Marble dong. <laughs> Neptune's dong did not bring up anything. Oh. I think it might be a band. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, oh, fuck me. I don't have many recollections of that uh, that trip, except that uh, that's when we realized that pizza was a dish that they only make for the tourists there, and they absolutely overcharge it. Like, one pizza <laughs> is like 15 mm -hmm. euro dollars or whatever. Um, so, uh, like, Jesus. yeah, we got this tip to never buy pizza there. Or, like, if we do, we there were only, like, secret pizzerias that uh, would not charge you for... Uh, for being a tourist, basically. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you should. You were. Um, you were advised to order something else. Pizza in Italy. Uh, isn't there pizza like really soupy or something weird? Like, um, am I imagining things? It's very thin. Yeah, thin. Yeah. thin. yeah. Yeah. Thin was what I was going to say. I'm like, am I right? It's thin and stone baked, right? It's not like. It's not like deep pan because that's that's bullshit. That's just bread. Uh, deep, yeah, um, fuck yeah, deep yeah. pan. Deep pan is only Ch Chicago <laughs> thing. Let's Ch Chicago. Um, just American thing, I think. It's definitely not uh, they did, Italian. They did it in Iceland, and they're so good. The crust is so fucking thick. <laughs> they're just like, like this is a sandwich. <laughs> we should do top three school lunches. <laughs> uh, Mine is gonna be apples. What? One, two, and what? three. <laughs> I what? ate only what? apples for school lunch for seven years, Neil. This is why we can't be a podcast. Y'all have no... I. How do you only eat apples for school lunch? 
Does, how did that happen? Neil, it would we have, have had our to have schools been are years of only apples, Athor. That is an absurd thing that you're saying. Is that you only yeah. remember uh, apples? It's it's Cassie says oh, our like, school days are much shorter. Are much shorter. Yeah, we only have school until like you guys do eight until what? Oh Jesus, that's even less than mine. Well, in the, in the first <laughs> until seventh grade, I don't know how what age you would be there, and then after that, I was in Germany from. Nine ish in the morning until three ish in the afternoon. Okay, you start at and nine. The reason I say we start ish. at eight, so it's like an hour earlier. Yeah. I Damn. remember it was eight to like two, three, and then when we had shop class, it was till six, because then you had like a four-hour shop class at the end of the day. Super fun. Sorry, I'm reminiscing about <laughs> shop class now. <laughs> The only time that we had like lessons after 3 p.m. or 2.45, my adult school, the, the, the higher school, um, was when we decided to do things like statistics or Latin, both of which I did. <laughs> I did Latin because I thought that would make me smart and cool and I could go get that good lawyer job that I wanted. And then I hit last, uh, the, the final year of that and went, you know what? I'm electing to fail art, so I'm going to elect to fail Latin as well. And I didn't do either. <laughs> I did statistics a year early, though. So that was like, that I smashed out. So I was already even for the amount of grades I needed. Um, so, yeah. Ridiculous. Did you look at your statistic thing and were like, statistically, if I finish this, I can. Fi- <laughs> I don't have to do the other things? Uh, no, I did a statistic. I did a statistic. Like, we had to do a statistics project so we could get data to do statistics from. Um, and I decided to do how many kids, <laughs> going back to your lunch thing, how many kids go through the uh, the canteen in any given break period <laughs> and can we make it more efficient and faster <laughs> based on the data. <laughs> That's what I did. That's how I spent three months of my life sitting at lunch and no. break writing down the amount of kids that went through to school lunches. <laughs> you should have made another crossbow instead. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that until I was an adult. There had to be an adult school for that. <laughs> an adult. Time for another ad break. Oh, we can't No, we have to stop. <laughs> Sorry for 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 future listeners. We've just moved over to Realm when we're recording this, so we're putting ads in which we've never done before. So you won't hear this until August, but we just did this in March, so ads are very much on our mind. We're very sorry. Um, this is very funny yeah. to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to us, at least. It's um, funny to torture listeners. So yeah, I... <laughs> we hope you guys find this amusing. We're entertaining um... ourselves more than we are you. Sorry about that. <laughs> You'll know this was an excuse for us to hang out. Like, we're not... <laughs> we're slightly lying here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what were we on? Uh, Florence. Florence. Yeah. Yes, we were talking about Neptune's marble yeah. dance. Yes. Yeah, and pizzas <laughs> that cost like fifteen euro. Yeah. I don't very I don't remember much what we did there. <laughs> I just remember I, I like the aesthetics of the place. I'm I'm glad we went to Florence and not other places of Italy because it's it has it uh, like uh not Florence, Tuscany just has like a own aesthetic that is like very unique to uh to Italy. Marble and dong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> marble dongs. I really like them. I mean can, can probably find marble dongs everywhere in Italy. <laughs> I mean that that <laughs> so, so style is not unique to just Florence. Aesthetic. <laughs> 
So uh, why why was uh, why was the school trip there? Like, was there a purpose to it? Or was it like, yeah, we're going to go somewhere cool? Um, I think it was really just we wanted to go on a trip with a class just for, you know, class bonding and stuff. And we wanted to see something outside of Europe because... I I don't remember exactly when the um the the Dachau or the um skiing um things were, but I think mm-hmm. it was definitely after that. So like the expectation was okay, they've already been to some places in Germany for trips. Let's look outside of Germany in a like in a radius that is still uh, that we can get to with a bus. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, Florence was on all this. Is it's Italy cool. not Europe? It is Europe, but it's okay. not Germany. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm dumb. I had a dumb American moment where I was like, Italy's not Europe. I learned something. Holy fuck. <laughs> Italy is like not Europe. It's where like does, in like <laughs> Where does Europe like, end? <laughs> Where's Europe Nowhere. Get marble dongs Never from? <laughs> it ends at the marble dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I just I just well, remember that I brought um one of those typical um Tuscany wine bottles for my mom uh, or my, um yeah, my parents and I'm I, yeah. I brought two. I don't know who I gave the other ones to. But they have like these very beautiful uh, wine bottles that are like very um this ha- they have a very unique shape that is like um plump at the bottom like a shape like a pear but the bottom is always like in a in a um uh woven thing like um like a little basket they weave like a little oh, basket yeah, yeah. around yeah uh imagine like a stereotypical fantasy wine it's almost always in these it's like, alto kind of... wine in skyrim <laughs> oh that always has the basket yeah. on the bottom that is, that is something that Much is bigger um, around the bottom, uh, very yeah. typical only in the area of tuscany hmm. Yes, yeah, I don't know that. If you get um, woven wines outside of Tuscany, you're not allowed to call it woven wine. You have to call it like <laughs> oh, something else. Oh, it's called Chianti, as I recall. Yeah. Well, thank you for the marble dong <laughs> and the pieces, Kessie. Um All right, Neil, what have you got? <laughs> can you beat a marble dong? Do no. you have a marble dong? <laughs> um, he can get it hard, but he can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so when I was in ninth out of 12th grade, this is technically high school for Americans. However, our ninth grade center was across the street from 10, 11, 12th grades, um, the high school, whereas most places they would all be one. Um, and I was one of two people, I think in the ninth grade center that was a part of the jazz band. As a kid, I was not good at keeping a schedule or knowing when anything was happening, but it's okay because they would not have let I was one of two kids in the jazz band. They were not going to let me leave the classroom for any reason <laughs> if I had the excuse of, oh, I have to go take a trip now, right? So people were going to mm-hmm. have to get me anyways. But in any sense, I had forgotten all about anything to do with this. And occasionally, someone from the jazz band across the street would have to come find me in whatever classroom I was in and pull me out and say, no, he has to, we are on a bus right now to go on a, <laughs> on a trip to do a, a competition. Uh, yeah. He's with us. We're leaving. 
And I'd be like, oh, this is a surprise to me because I'm <laughs> horrible. Um, <laughs> Once they gave was, you a written note, but you were like, oh, I don't know how to read this. <laughs> I have I have like a really quick question now. Mm-hmm. Were you, your school was allowed to take you on trips without your parents signing a permission slip? <laughs> I'm shrugging. <laughs> wow. My mom... Uh, I, well, I went on all these trips anyway. Like my mom and the <laughs> band director were like they they knew each other. They they talked about my progress and stuff quite often. And, okay. Um, okay. my mom often chaperoned on a lot of the trips. Um, so it, fair enough. It was okay, not really. Gotcha. A question. Uh, implied permission slip then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think so. I really don't. To be honest, I don't think that this was one of those things. It was it was a competition. We had to go. Fuck your parents. We're going. Um, we would literally never be allowed to be taken off of school property unless we had a written permission slip. It's my really scary to think of it because I have no clue where we were. <laughs> we, went, we traveled like three hours to a different city. It was probably it was. I don't think it was Austin. It was probably San Antonio. I uh, went to San Antonio a few times. Um, but we went to San Antonio to this university where um, it was really pretty. Um, and we played for a contest and we did really good. We kicked ass and it was awesome. And then we went to get pizza afterwards and went home. And that's it. But it was really cool because I just got pulled out of boring class to go do like an in competition <laughs> where we kicked ass and did jazz music and. Uh, got to eat pizza and go home. <laughs> Do you remember what class it was? Hmm, I'm going to go to boring class today. Ooh, jazz music. Ooh, pizza. Hi, oh, mom, I'm home. <laughs> you will never believe what happened. Did you miss the bus? Did you not go to tour? Oh, so you, you know what happened. <laughs> You're pulling me out of hell. All right, Aethel. What have you got? Top spot. Top spot is another cheat. <laughs> Rude. I did not Does have Does Athol actually make it to this school trip? Was there in fact snow on there? Is there another secret hidden Ouija board under the bus? Who knows? I guess we're about to find out. Or is this a time that Athor literally tripped at school? <gasps> Ooh, that would have been a good one. Oh. Does he trip bald? Hmm. I'm tripping on school. <laughs> Tommy. Uh, Mushrooms at school. <laughs> no, so I'm going to actually have to cheat to get a top spot. Because otherwise okay. the trip when my pet died would be my top spot. And I refuse to let <laughs> that happen. <laughs> <laughs> there are no other school trips I took that I have any memory of. There was, however, one thing that I did on behalf of the school or kind of like in conjunction with the school. And it was, um, um, oh, what do you guys call it? Where you go and you like join a job site for a day? A work experience. Yeah, I went and I did a work... We, we had work experience for like a week. That was what we did. Yeah, yeah, I did it for three days, if I remember correctly. And I don't know why. I think this is back when I'm like, I'm just about to graduate like basic school. So I'm probably in like 14, 15 year olds. I know all of these things are happening around the same time. Um, uh, 
But it was around the time that I got really into uh, listening to my mom's old recordings of audio dramas that were in Icelandic. And I was listening to uh, vinyl records with musicals. And so I decided to ask my aunt, who lived in the capital, who worked at the local radio station, something the equivalent of the BBC, uh, of course, much, much smaller. Uh, I called her and asked, can I do a, a job experience at the radio station? And she asked around and they were like, yeah, fuck it. Like nobody ever comes and does experience with us. <laughs> and yeah. for three days, I was passed from person to person to person doing shows, doing editing, doing recordings, doing the doing uh, like ads. It was amazing. I genuinely remember this so fondly being passed from person to person. And they didn't have a schedule or a plan. They just walked into a room and went like, hey, this is Aethon. He's doing a job experience thing. Can you take care of him for like two hours? <laughs> you can then just pass him off to somebody else. <laughs> they were just like, oh, yeah, sure. What do you want, kid? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, do you want to learn how we like cut old um, magnetic tape records and conjoin them together when we find like parts we need to snip out? I'm just like, Fuck yeah. Goes in the shelf, grabs out a like a 50-year-old audio play, starts playing it, and it's like, okay, here you can hear. There's like a dead silence. That means like something went wrong probably in the recording of this. So we're just going to take these scissors and snip, snip, <laughs> and then we're going to put clear tape on it, and now it plays. And I'm just like, that was not as complicated Christ. as I thought you were going to make it be. <laughs> clear tape, motherfuckers, scissors? This is how you do it? And wow. I, I got to see Aren't you the... glad that this is not your existence, Neil? <laughs> Uh, yeah. And what the fuck? It was genuinely just such a fantastic experience being passed around and seeing all these different ways shows are being recorded and do done. And then there was like, they had one uh, special booth and that's the booth where the DJ and the, like the audio program controller and the speaker is the same person. And they had a special booth for that because otherwise you usually had people in a booth talking and then you had an audio control outside. But they had a special booth for the lunatics who did all the things at once. And you just the amount of gear and shit that was around them that they had to like click on and do things with. It was just fantastic. It was so fun to see. Uh, yeah. And all the rooms were audio treated like this. And it's very cool to have my own audio treated booth now, 20 years down the line. <laughs> we're just missing a mixing deck for you, mm-hmm. some clear tape and some scissors. Mm-hmm. And, some and then we can fire Neil. Of- <laughs> no! Can we? <laughs> no, I will kill all of you before I let Neil go. <laughs> But it's my birthday. <laughs> I don't care. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, uh and like this is genuinely my favorite like school related trip thing that I ever did. It was my job experience at the Roof radio station in Iceland. So how come you didn't end up doing more there? Because you clearly are suited for this. <laughs> um, Reasons? I live in Vestmanair. <laughs> like, I never had the chance to do any of these things. There's uh, a local radio station that pops up every Christmas. Uh, they broadcast from the, the, the teenage hangout place. And I remember, like, asking around, like, how do you get on that thing? And everybody was just like, no, no, no. No. <laughs> so, no, we don't want you here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like I, I've always been interested in radio and radio broadcast and audio mediums, but it just like, yeah, I lived on a tiny island. We didn't even have hand radios like we had nothing. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even get like a... You have to build like, it up from the ground. 
Mm-hmm. I just had to wait for the entire world to be interconnected, and then I could build it from the ground. <laughs> I just had to wait somebody else to create a show and get it going, get up to like episode fifty, and then I could build it from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have invented podcasts. Do you know how the amount of money you could have made? <laughs> uh, no, I think whoever invented podcasts probably did very poorly. Just like the first film is a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? It's just a face in a moon. It's so bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Um, no. Uh, why do I not do it? Why didn't I do it sooner? I just never had the opportunity. Uh, as I grew up, I had to make real decisions about my education because I am uh, a little bit slow in the head. I have a hard time learning and remembering things. So I had to choose a easier uh, branch than something that I wanted to do. So I chose electrician, which felt clean enough and still engaging enough that something I would, I would enjoy. There was never a point where anybody walked into my life and said, Hey, kid, I like the the, the, the sound of your voice. Why don't you do some radio broadcasting? Nah. Uh, no, it was like, <laughs> it was, I, I never had the chance. <laughs> So instead you switched to performing in English. Everyone's like, ooh, your accent is just so different. Um, and now everyone's just creamier over you because you're speaking in English with <laughs> Icelandic-ish accent. <laughs> no, there's no accent left in my voice, man. <laughs> yeah, sadly it's all gone. So now my accent's also becoming more Americanized. Thank you. <laughs> no. We just need to watch more British television. You just have to provide us with it. Yeah. Put on the big British channel. Is that mm, what it stands mm. for? Isn't it a British <laughs> Bake Off? <laughs> big British. I like it. <laughs> Thank you for keeping this podcast PG. <laughs> <laughs> There's certainly nothing else that that stands for, but I don't know what you're talking about. Chessie's so lost oh. right now. <laughs> I'm not even going to do this. So, um, BBC, apart from being Go the ahead, British I'll Broadcasting... Um, <laughs> thank you. Being the British Broadcasting Company in, um, oh, in the UK. Cock? Yeah, yeah that's, it. that's it. Yeah. I was about to say, in the porn world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually have a dumb story about that. My, my cousin used to work at okay, a company. You can no longer cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> and he used to work at this company and he had a guy that um he would um he was working in the back end of their like intercommunicational system and he would name all their na- uh, systems like sexual references like triple x milf uh <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> And then my cousin told me this, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's so funny!" Does he do any like, uh, like, has he ever done like BBC? And my cousin just looked at me like, "The fuck's BBC?" I'm like, "Oh, oh shit!" I, I just told on myself, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and then I started like, he showed me the file, and he had so many. Like, he had BBC. He had, um, <laughs> he had so many of them. I like, I remember looking at some of those and going like. I've heard of this. Like I, I, I think this is who that that boy was sitting there just blasting out his power level to the fucking entire world. Just like, yep, yep. I, I love what some weird ass fucking porn, and I'm putting he, it in your database. He, he probably uh, did this thing where he was like, if I show them all the stuff, they're never gonna figure out which one my kink is. 
Ah. Very exactly. Yeah. Sorry. The this just reminded me of when I told them I saw. Well, we are not removing that conversation because that's way too funny. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. Um, So my top spot. um, So I was identified at my my top school um, as being um, a child carer, i.e. someone who's under the age of 16 who cares for an adult, um, and being in an impoverished background because my parents never had any money. um, And for being, well, uh, I was sent to the school therapist and I was only one of like, eight students in a school of over a thousand that was ever sent to this poor therapist. She was useless, but bless her cotton socks, she did try. Um, <laughs> after having spoken with her for a while, um, my school sent me and a bunch of the other kids who were in therapy uh, on a school trip. We didn't have to pay for it. We still had to get our parents to sign permission slips. Um, and we went to this place called the Ada Outdoor Activity Centre. And it's on the River Ada. It was about 10 minutes from my school. Um, and we just did really random fun things. We did uh, indoor climbing, um, which I had never done before and was an absolute hoot. Um, we did a little bit of kayaking, which was kind of fun. Um, and after we'd done the morning activities, we had a really nice lunch. We did the team building exercises where you like you fall back. We did a bunch of random shit. Um, we then were given mountain bikes. And we cycled to Bramber Castle, which was about a... a just over an hour I was cycle away and we went up the side of the river and then we went up to the castle we put the bikes to one side we end around the castle and then we cycled all the way back again and then we were let go from school um that was just super fun and it was just so random and out of the blue for for me and the other kids at least like we were told on the Wednesday and then we went on the Friday um because it didn't really cost the school anything as far as I understand it wasn't anything for them um and yeah, we were just taken out just to do some fun things and get away from school and get away from stress. Um, and yeah, every every couple of months, I went with my my nephews and my nieces who were about the same age as I was. Um, we used to cycle up the side of the River Ada. We went to go visit Bramber Castle and cycle back again. Um, so yeah, that random one trip reignited my love for cycling because I'd really fallen out of it after a while. Um, and it gave me a nice little escape route to go to on occasion. So um yeah, that was kind of why it was my favorite trip. It was just something really random that came out of kind of nowhere. We didn't have to pay for it. And yeah, it reminded me how much I like cycling. So uh, a couple of weeks later, I <laughs> I had a job at the school to paint the school. Um, I got enough money from that to order a bike. I built my bike and then I never stopped cycling. And that bike was purple and I called her Gertrude. Um, yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story <laughs> so whenever I needed out often Gertrude up to Baron Castle I'd go yeah when you say that's cycling it. do you mean motorcycling or bicycling uh bike bike <laughs> push bike cycling yeah. push bike otherwise oh. it's called motorbiking yeah uh bicycle okay you're not pushing you're actually treading yeah we call we also call them okay. push bikes like push bikes cy- yeah bikes um but when i say bikes people think i'm talking about motorbikes i'm like no, no, no just the, the foot one me. so then i use push bikes as the other way we refer to them and i need to call them bicycles um <laughs> my language has become so much more specific <laughs> yeah um we just want bicycles um we were too young to have mopeds and um you can't get that unless you have a license anyway so it feels like your favorite trips seem to be the ones where you get either like uh, a treat at the end, like with a cocoa, or where it comes for free. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, the free yeah. ones are great because they're really the only trips I ever went on. Uh, <laughs> or a free cocoa. <laughs> mm. yeah. Like, yeah, it's really only the trips I ever went on. Um, the only trip that my, my parents ever really paid for was... Uh, I'd been having a really hard time in school and then we went back to school um, in September and my birthday was coming up and I'd only made like one friend. I'm a loser. <laughs> uh, and uh, there was a there was a trip coming up run through like the youth part that was attached to the school but not actually the school. Um, and we went to Chessington World of Adventures, um, which is basically a theme park. Um, ironically, I ended up working for the company that organises that many years later here in Iceland. That's not really the point. <laughs> Um, and yeah, like we went there for like, it was the day after my birthday and my friend and I went, my mum paid for, uh, paid for her. Um, and we just ended up drinking a lot of Coke cause we weren't allowed that at home. She was also super poor and she never got to go on trips either. Um, and we ended up going on all the rides and we ended up being let loose. There were no teachers around to keep an eye on us in this big dangerous theme park. Um, that was on my, my like, is this my top trip? I'm like, no, I want to talk about the other one cause that's more important to me. Um, yeah, like that's the only trip I ever paid for. Like I like the free ones cause I'd never expected Aww. them. <laughs> like when my teachers came to me and said, Oh, by the way, there is a fund set aside for uh, kids who who are um, who don't have a lot of money at home, and we want to pay for you to go to Germany, but you do need to get your passport. Like that came out of fucking nowhere. My teacher pulled me out of my class. Uh, I wasn't even in German class. I think I was in some stupid like religious studies or some shit. Um, she just pulled me out of class. Went, yeah, yep, yeah, you can go on this trip. Just need to pay for a passport. I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the free things. Um, I would have added them to my what's your favorite free things, but I've forgotten about them until I thought about. I feel trips, like so. you've brought up the German tri uh, Germany trip before. I'm not sure if it was on the free trip or on the gift uh, uh, thing for free. Yeah, I don't. I think I probably had, but I know I've talked to y'all about that more outside of this podcast. Yeah. Maybe it was. <laughs> we don't talk outside this podcast. <laughs> Never. We don't talk outside. This Maybe podcast. it was a. Like, you're actually listening. This is all just a coded instructions for how we're running Blighthouse. It's actually just <laughs> Maybe it was one of your honorable mentions. I don't remember. But yeah, I do feel maybe. like it's come maybe. up before. But yeah. It has. It has. I'm 100% sure of yeah. it. If you remember what episode, tweet it at us. <laughs> we're learning to market Along ourselves. with dittos to be sent to, to Neil, please. Ask. I've had enough totodiles. If you have mid journey or whatever, just uh, give it a prompt. Neil, but it's ditto, or ditto, but it's Neil, or whatever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's 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 my top spot. Um, yeah. Kiss here. What um, do you got? Um, so my uh, top trip um, was uh, when I was I was technically already out of school at the time. Um, but uh, I was in apprenticeship and uh, over here it's always like a um, part way, like you have one day uh, out of the week where you have to go to school. So it's technically was a school trip. Um, and we went to a convention called the Fotokina, which is uh, which takes place in Cologne every two years. At least at the time I googled it earlier. It does no longer take place. It is the largest oh. mm -hmm. worldwide convention for photography stuff or all things photography. And they also have like um, uh, like adjacent uh, things there, like uh, printers and <laughs> like anything in the... In, in, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, photo yeah, things. Photo things. Printers. I mean, you need... Um, 
light bulbs. <laughs> no, no, no. And by printers, I don't mean like the, the the printers that you put at home and just print stuff. But like if you uh, if you want to have like a good representation of your photo on a on a uh, canvas, then you need yeah. to have a very good printer. So there were also uh, the people yeah. that are selling uh, big printing machines, and um, yeah, that was uh, that was a very fun trip for me personally because it was like the first trip that I took where it kind of matched my interests or like the, the, the stuff that I just generally get me a little bit excited because I get excited about colors. I get excited about printing stuff. <laughs> uh -huh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I get uh, the task to, to uh, send something to a printer, I'm like, <laughs> I get to send something to a printer. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and, um, uh, one fun story was uh, that when I was there, there was the the um, company that my dad used to work for was there, um, which is called König und Bauer, which is like a very large printer printing press producer from Germany. They make like newspaper printer, uh, the, the large newspaper printers. My dad used to go on um, trips outside of Germany to build those up. And I uh, like they are based here in this region where I am right now. And uh, the trip was uh, the the um the Fotokina was like in a different state altogether. So it was for me personally surprising to see them again, to realize that they had like this this big presence to the printer world. And um I picked up like they gave out free art prints uh there. They had like a bunch of uh rolled up stuffs um that you could just pick up and take with you, like you know, those gifts that you get at conventions and stuff. And um mm -hmm. I picked up a map of the world for my parents because we actually like ever since i was a child my parents had like a big world map in the living room right next to the dining table and uh when we moved when my parents moved uh, to this uh different apartment over here they had to leave that behind because it was already so old and stuff and then i got uh, it looked almost exactly uh, the same except it was in english so <laughs> now we have uh, another world map on our uh, dining table that is in english and i remember as a as a child when my mom and i used to watch tv or news or stuff like on anything on the tv and we were at the dining table whenever something like a place got mentioned we would we would always go to the map and find it there so that's like <laughs> how geography got like uh, brought to me because we were always like finding those places on the map <laughs> you motherfuckers were playing geoguesser before it was even the thing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> except we only had to, the top view <laughs> to go off of <laughs> <laughs> a bloody coup happened in Cuba. Where's Cuba? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that, that, that was kind of nice uh, experience to me, and I got to see Cirque du Soleil for the first time there because they, for some reason, they had like a little act there on a stage, and I, I really fell in love with the music there. Um, they uh, they did not have so much to do with with printing and anything like that, but like. Uh, they are a very like their shows are very colorful, so they employ a lot of they need printers and photographers that can really bring uh bring those colors like make them pop. So that's probably why mm -hmm. they hired Cirque du Soleil for that. Um, they probably have me. some like color specialists. Yeah, that like uh, come along and they're like, ah, yes, <laughs> in this scene we'll use this type of light bulb, this kind of yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah, probably. Bet your ass there's somebody out there that's the color oh. choreographer for Cirque du Soleil. Since, since, this, since this episode is already a little bit lewd, something I noticed when I went there 
<laughs> was that like a lot of people that went there were like photography nerds and for some reason all of them brought their little that little their very big DSLR cameras and all of them seemed to bring their largest objectives and they were very big so everyone was walking around <laughs> with this camera in front of them and this big of an objective and I was like what the fuck are they compensating for? I'm scared <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not bringing my small lens. I'm, I'm bringing the, the nice thing about that was like uh, from my experiences at conventions when they were always very packed. You always like got like very close to people in that convention. Like people paid a lot of attention to not damaging people's DSLR objective cameras. Like so, everyone was like walking around with a lot of space between them. <laughs> Or like at least don't don't touch another person's <laughs> lens, Dong. Stay away. <laughs> I mean, they didn't they didn't do, do the social distance stuff like they did do for COVID or something, anything like that. But everyone was was a little yeah. bit more mindful, probably also because it's it wasn't a it wasn't a like anime convention. It was definitely like a professional convention. <laughs> oh, there was no clumping at your, your photography. <laughs> <laughs> probably, but if there, if there was, it was from behind. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 wow <laughs> yeah i'm obsessed with the what is the printing it's not to do with printers or technology but like the screen printing posters and stuff yeah green printing posters. Um, that is uh when you have like uh, the, the the kind of posters that only are limited to a few colors because every um every you know, like the screen printing works in uh, that you have like a um, like a mesh that is covered with a substance oh. and then you have to cut out the no, not cut out but like UV Emotion. light removes the areas that you want to print through so uh -huh. you are only limited to a couple of uh, colors um, yep. and uh, not many details or like if you do details they cannot it cannot be like mixed colors it has to be solid colors yeah. I guess yeah, there's yes, no gradients. gradient, right? Unless you, yeah. you cheat and yeah. you digitally produce the screen so it has like the, the little dot mesh so you can uh, recreate that uh, thing that you have in offset printing uh -huh. where it's like um, you, you mix colors by having basically a, amount of, a certain amount of dots that intermingle with each other and create the illusion of a different blending color. Ah, I'm wrong. Um, every time I think of screen printing, I think of the alternative cover to the Bioshock Infinite game I just looked it up. It, like that's not screen printing, but it's got that like flat red color all across the cover, which like does invoke a little bit of screen printing. But then you look at the rest of the picture, and it's like nah, nah. Yeah. Way Bottom line is, I like printing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so if you happen to work in a dope ass print store, <laughs> please add Kelsey. <laughs> don't don't do anything else. Just add me. Just leave the message blank. Just, just, just add me. <laughs> then Kessie will know it's from yeah. you printers. Ah. Um. <laughs> four months from now I'm gonna get a random ad and I'm like why did I do that <laughs> like, it'll happen somewhere in the middle of like January of, of September and you'll be like what the fuck is happening <laughs> um. <laughs> these people okay they well. need help <laughs> Do you know how to use Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, am I the elder of the internet oh, now? I have to no. tell people how to use Twitter. Shit. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Thank you for that, Gezi. All right, Neil, bring us home. What's the last trip? White people shit. We yeah! went skiing. Skiing. No! Oh, I'm out fuck of here. Yeah, you, you bitch. rich motherfucker. You bitch. You actually got to go skiing. <laughs> no. It's snowed for Neil. For the fucking savant over there. Yeah. But 
but not but not for the guy who lives in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> this is unfair. This is bullshit. <laughs> you live um, in Texas. You don't even have fucking snow. No, we t- we took charter buses to Colorado and stayed at a ski you resort. For like a I'm week. so mad right now. Oh, I'm seething. Oh, oh I'm seething. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! Oh, oh, tell me all about your fantastic ski trip, Neil. <laughs> uh, I think the place is called Winter Park, Colorado, but I might be wrong. But there was like a music um, contest thing up there, and we took the concert band up there. Um, as many people that could could go, anyways, and get permission, and they had a fund for people who needed help. You know. Um, financially making it i think it was like 800 bucks or something to go on this trip but to be fair it was like a week-long trip at an actual ski resort so like pretty reasonable and like i said before my mom chaperones for things so my mom was gonna go and and chaperone for the ski trip and they need lots of chaperones for that kind of stuff so but yeah we went up to skiing um, the mountains were pretty. It was like my first time seeing mountains and feeling very small and knowing what actual <laughs> snow is because Texas does not get normal snow. <laughs> it's very hard to describe what Texas gets, but it's Sand. not snow. It's it's sleet. sleet. It's ice. It's yeah. not soft. Um, it's thick ice, like actual dense ice that we get. Um. But yeah, feeling soft snow and being like, oh, okay, I get it. Snow. (laughs) Neato. Uh Snow, not ice. Yeah. Yeah, and we all, we were put into rooms with our buddies. We all had rooms. Um, I think it was like four people per room. And you could choose to ski or snowboard. And... I chose to do skiing, and it was fun, I guess. Going oh, down the, the ski mountain was very scary. Um, I almost got in trouble at a, a couple points, um, and I don't mean by chaperones or anything. There wasn't any chaperones around me. I just made bad decisions and went too far up the mountain <laughs> thinking that I could get down. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> I was not a good skier. I just learned what snow was for the first time very recently. So skiing was <laughs> difficult. I, I can play an instrument without learning how. I can ski without learning how. I got how. this. I've got, I, can... <laughs> I no faked problem. until I made it all the way here. What do you mean? <laughs> Did you sprain a leg? No. Aww. Um... Did not get the full um, experience. My my boss, uh, like <laughs> he uh, has three kids, and he um, makes a point of when they got into a uh, skiing age uh, at the point when there are skiers for for kids of that size. He made made a point of mm-hmm. taking all of them up there, and he always every single time came back with a kid with a broken leg, and he was like, "I guess this is just a, a rite of passage <laughs> now." <laughs> <laughs> Every new child that goes up there <laughs> shall have a broken leg. There were some scary little trails up there, though. Like there was trails that went off from the main trail, and that were like small one-person paths that are like kind of isolated, and they did like a bunch of bumps and stuff. And I went down one of those, and I remember thinking, "Wow, if I fuck this up, no one's gonna find me." <laughs> 
there, there is something. So I actually have gone, I went to snowboarding with my siblings uh, mm-hmm. for my sister's uh, graduation. I was we jealous of the snowboarders because their boots were so lightweight and ski boots are fucking heavy. Chunky fuckers. Oh my God. Chunky fuckers. <laughs> Exhausting. There's something about going down those slopes and seeing the trees and just realizing like, I hit that tree, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, and here's the deal. I didn't know how to stop. <laughs> I mean, I got I got like the South Park episode with the pizza and french fries, pizza, french fries, right? But no, you try to pizza and it doesn't fucking work. And also you try to pizza going 50 miles an hour doesn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> your legs are going to enter your assholes and your face is going to get full of snow. Like. Yeah. Look, I'm getting down the mountain one way or another. <laughs> it might not look so graceful and I might be injured. Uh, uh, I've skied like once or twice and then I snowboarded once and I never went back to skiing. Snowboarding is way more fun. Yeah. I'd have trouble stopping that one too, though. To be fair, you it's it's you genuinely stopping a snowboard way easier. Hmm. Uh, because when you're skiing, you have to like you have to like it's it's weird, it's awkward. You do the pizza thing, and it doesn't really slow you down like you want to. Snowboard, you just kind of make it look so make it straight easy too. Same with ice skating. Have y'all been ice skating? I cannot do it anymore. It will destroy my ankles. The, I am so fat. The only. <laughs> You're not that fat. Stop it. Um, the the only time I've ever been ice skating, I almost broke my wrists, and I don't have Dangerous. a sense of balance, and it has gotten worse as I've gotten older. There is no way I'm putting on another pair of ice skates to potentially break my arm. I'm an old lady, yeah. Daniel. I may never recover from it. I've gone ice skating, <laughs> but it's uh, nope, not for me. When I was little, a couple of times I went ice skating. There was like there's like malls around Dallas with ice skating rinks. Um, when my sister and I had gone ice skating those couple times, I learned that I can get, I can have balance and I can get, I can scoot, like I can just kind of run as fast as, as you know, I can on, on ice and just get to skating at any speed that I want. I can get speed. That's not an issue. I can't fucking stop though without smacking into a wall at full speed. Because yeah, everyone does the thing where they turn both their feet sideways and they do a little impressive skid to a halt. No, 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 no. no, no. If I do that, it's like hitting a rock with rollerblades or a skateboard. I'm going to go flying. My skates are going to stop and my body is not. (laughs) Same with skis. Yep. Couldn't stop it. Oh Neil, I'm just God. generally generally interested. Are you the kind of person that did skateboarding in your youth? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm actually wouldn't wouldn't snowboarding yeah. have been like more up your alley in that case? Well, um, if if snow existed around me, probably <laughs> ever <laughs> would have been cool. I would have been into that. But uh, I live in Texas, so. Um, it was more of a skateboarding. My issue with, with snowboarding was always like that you, both your feet are like stuck in place. You cannot individually move them at all. Yeah. That fucks my brain up so much. Um, I always told my buddy that I was in bands with that, you know, I've, I'd never broken a bone or anything. Um, and Same. one day I was walking around the, uh, I was walking around a house that we shared in, in San Diego and I just wasn't wearing a shirt. And he's like, I thought you said you hadn't broken a bone. And I was like, I haven't. He was like, your collarbone's been broken. 
<laughs> and that's how I learned I broke my bone before. Oh. He's very good with like knowing uh, physical, like battering and bruising. He was a football mm-hmm. player in this and that. He just like recognized that one of my uh, collarbones was very bent. Nope, Neil, they're a witch. They did a spell and they read your past. <laughs> <laughs> like don't don't fall no, for no, this no, like oh, I went way. to medical school bullshit. They're witches. I believed it because uh, skating. I used to do the like big ramps and stuff. Like I wasn't scared to go down the tall ramps. Um, and there there's a lot that I couldn't do on a skateboard, but like I could go in on the on the big half pipes and stuff like that. And there was a couple times where I just ate shit. (laughs) When you do that on a skateboard, you do it onto one shoulder. And there was a couple times I remember like for weeks to, you know, a month afterwards, I was just completely wrecked physically. And I was like, yeah, I probably definitely thinking about it, skateboarded my collarbone to death. (laughs) I I didn't doubt it, but I, I had always assumed that I'd never broken a bone. I'm glad I didn't skiing though. Could have. I got that going really fast less, at a couple yeah. times. <laughs> like the only option is just sit down to stop. I couldn't stop it other ways. I was just like, okay, I'm going really fast, and I have to just sit down really suddenly to not be going fast anymore. Crash on purpose. <laughs> well, you didn't break a single bone, but you needed to have like a, a a thing around it, like a cast. I mean, even if you had realized that the collarbone was broken, you probably wouldn't have gotten a cast there. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, point. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna put you in a full body cast. I don't know how I got away with not like making a realization that something was very wrong though. There's a couple points after skateboarding I know where my neck would get very sore. And I think that's one of the points where because there was like a while where I thought I had like this crick in my neck and I could only turn my head a certain like way. And it that makes sense that it was probably my collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> and not my neck. <laughs> the closest time I've ever come to, uh, and I think I might have told this before, the closest time I've ever come to breaking a bone, um, I was cycling in the rain. Um, I was cycling back on the way from, ironically, working at a hospital. Um, and I decided to jump up onto the curb because then from the curb I could get into my house. Um Went to the garage where I was just putting my bike. And I jumped up on the curb and it was wet and raining. And my bike slid mm. and I got it back upright. I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking pro. Smack straight into the back of a part pickup truck that had not moved for three years. No. <laughs> so I busted the bottom part of my jaw. So I have a, I have a scar right in the fold between my, my chin and my lip. And I have a scar underneath. Yeah. yeah. It was really I, I bad. I fucked my chin up on a bike when I was really little. <laughs> I was used to I the bikes where you pedal dude. backwards it was so to break. Embarrassing. <laughs> you know those ones, right? Where you pedal backwards and it applies yeah. the brake. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. used to that, and I didn't know that there was other stuff than that. And I was at a friend's birthday party. <laughs> I was super little, and there was a, a bike that was I could get on it, but it was big for me for sure. Um, but they only had handbrakes. And pedaling backwards did mm-hmm. nothing but pedal backwards. <laughs> it actually did nothing. And I was, Disengaged, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. And I went down this huge, oh, long driveway and just into this ditch of trees and just did like this oh. awesome backflip and uh, busted my chin open. No. I have yeah. two like really good scars under my chin from that. 
Yeah, I've got one underneath my chin and one between the, the chin of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you never see the one underneath because uh, I that's hidden. But if I turn my head up, you can definitely see it. But it's really difficult just to see the one in the fold of my mouth. Like, hmm, what mm-hmm. is that? Oh, that's a scar. But yeah, it's the first and only time I've ever had stitches. Um, that's when they realized that when I said, hey, I need a little bit more local anesthetic than you're going to give me because uh, my body doesn't take it as well. And he was like, for a size this, I don't think I should use two sets of needles. He ended up doing two sets of needles of anesthetic so that he could actually finish the stitching on both places. Mm. Um, yeah, it was it was really embarrassing. I remember looking at myself in the mirror and my friend Jay... Um, the guy who voices Emil for us. Um, he saw me like check my chin. I'm like, can I probably do this myself? And he saw it split more and he almost passed out. And I'm like, all right, I better go to the hospital. <laughs> I need someone else to stitch this one up. I can't do this myself. Ooh. But I remember coming in, there was blood dripping all down my face. Yeah. It was all down my legs. I'm like, oh man, this is rough. Yeah, I ruined a fun t-shirt um, as a kid. With that. My other, my other, I got two, two. I I said that I had two uh, scars on my chin. My yeah. other one was I was like two years old and I was getting out of swing set on my own. Big brave boy getting out of the swing set on my own, and uh, I landed on my chin. <laughs> the swing set oh. did a flip. <laughs> never broken a bone. Never had a stitch. Uh, wait, no. Did I need to get stitches when I fell off the ladder? No. no, 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 no! I just bruised really bad. <laughs> you bruised real bad, though. It was real rough. <laughs> uh, God, remember when um, I sent y'all the picture? It accidentally freaked you. I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I was not intentionally trying to freak y'all out, but I had cut my finger open. <gasps> that was really funny. Nasty, and I sent y'all pictures of like, the, <laughs> like it, it was clear the to wounds. me in the picture that it's yeah. just my finger. I'm fine, but I sent pictures of like I fucked my finger up playing with my goddamn guitar pedals. <laughs> goddamn me, I'm so dumb. And I, I like sent y'all pictures, just kind of ranting about it. Those. That, Wait, you cut your finger uh, on a guitar string? No, I was redoing my pedal board and. And what oh, that okay. means is I was cutting Velcro oh. with a steak knife. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and the Velcro gave and the knife did not stop. No. <laughs> it went right into my finger. And it did it right at the tip no. of the index finger where it bends. No. And if I put no. pressure on that, it still sends tingles down my whole hand. Like if I put pressure oh. on that, I, I mean, I felt the knife hit bone. It went, it was oh. going at a speed. Bad. And I had to get stitches right where that <laughs> finger bends. I was so mad. <laughs> Stupid guitar pedals. Uh, Velcro. Didn't have any scissors. I'm just going to say, I got, I had stitches and I have broken bones, but I'm not going to talk about it because I think we're already way over with the episode. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking, I'm like, gonna have to cut a lot I think of we spent out. like a good solid like 40 minutes talking absolute <laughs> shit. Yeah. I don't even know how we got here, but here we are. Oh, skiing. (laughs) You're talking about skiing, yeah. Yeah. About breaking bones and and, and shit. Um, Yeah, anyway, does anybody have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I'm I'm flooded with options. I can't even pick from them. Okay, great, great. Well, keep them to yourself. We don't want to hear another tale about how in Iceland you went skiing. (laughs) Jesus. Um, (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) Anyone else? Not, I, not I any. Mentioned my honorable mention already. Not like any good ones. I just remember um, I was in a oh god, what are they called? Like a pension for for like for school people, for school people pupils. <laughs> Hang on, let me let me quickly Google the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Okay, whatever. Um, just basically a thing where students uh, spend a couple of days at for, for no apparent reason, just to be away from home, basically, or like learn to live outside of <laughs> home for a week. And Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was just like, oh yeah, it's just a runaway no, house. No, it like... was organized by the school. <laughs> but yeah. Organized runaway house. <laughs> I... Come here, kids. Away from your parents. For, from my perspective as a school kid, it was very far away. But like my like I asked my mom earlier this morning like if she remembers where it was so I could google it but she's like she doesn't remember exactly where it was but it was only like in this region like maybe half an hour away. Oh. <laughs> I was like I, I felt so lost there. I was like I, I, like it was the worst experience of my life there because like uh, not only was I away from home for the first time ever but back then but like also like with people I did not really like like we were we mm-hmm. had to go to into uh, our little uh, rooms with uh, random people we had to choose quote unquote but like uh, i i mm-hmm. was in a group with the leftovers <laughs> basically and um, yep. uh, one one part mm-hmm. that made it the worst experience <laughs> of my life was it was like in the middle of like a spring i would say and uh, i uh, my allergies were acting up and it was one of the first years where i was realizing that i was very highly allergic to pollen and like I, I felt like oh. I was dying for the entire uh, week. I was like, I don't know, maybe I have asthma. And people they were trying to give me asthma sprays from the like the other people that had asthma, and I had no idea how to use them because my my oh. doctors told me I did not have asthma. But yeah, that was a very traumatic experience, Oof. and it was the only other trip I had. So <laughs> <laughs> I yeeted that off my list. Uh. <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> the time they thought I had asthma, it was an allergy. Um, my, I, I have a dishonorable mention actually. So I oh. had one honorable mention and one dishonorable mention. Um, my parents were trying to be better, so they sent me on a school trip. Uh, it's called Blackwoods Farm, not Kingswood. Kingswood was baller. Blackwoods, fucking suck. We were there for three days. Um, it rained every single night, and we were all out in tents. Um. I, again, we got to choose who are our tent mates, but I was Billy No Mates and I got tagged onto another group just to make up my numbers for that tent. Um, As it was, I got to be quite close friends with those girls over those days because it was raining so hard overnight that our tent, and only our tent, turned into a fucking river. So all of our shit got coated in water. We were all huddled up close to each other because we were so fucking cold and freezing and shaking. And in the morning, everything had dried out overnight except the inside of our tent. So we spread our stuff out try to get it cool out and no one believed us that this was a thing um so we went through the rest of the second day like really miserable really upsetty really angry at people um but i did do some awesome caving so that aside um we went for the second night and the same thing happened again. So I got up at three in the morning when I decided I'd had enough and all the girls were shaking. I went, I walked over out of our tent area to the hut where every oh, teacher no. was staying. Fuck those pricks. And I banged on the door until they, they like listened to us. I grabbed the teacher that came out and she was just wearing like these tiny little slippers. I'm like, no, you have to come out right now. I dragged her out into the rain and showed her our tent and they basically went, okay they gave up and they took all of us into the camp area so we had to sleep on the floor where all the teachers were and it was really awkward 
I hated, I hated everything about that trip. The food was shit. It was cold. I hated everybody I was with, apart from the girl I had to cuddle for warmth. Um, Yeah, it was a really shit trip. Um, So my mum was very angry with the school because it's the only trip they paid for, really. (laughs) And it was real dog shy. So that gets my dishonorable mention. Never go to Blackwood's Farm. It sucks. Actually, it's pretty cool during the day, but the nighttime sucks. Also, I hate tents. (laughs) There you go. That's my dishonorable mention. I had to get it out. I was so mad about it. I'm still mad about it. It was sucked. Um, yeah, that's my dishonorable mention. So, out of five stars. Uh, can you get any lower than negative infinity? Because that place bombed. It was bad. That sounds, that sounds like, I was so sick. Oh, never doing that again. Um, yeah, I also don't like camping, so that really didn't help matters. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I guess if everyone's done their honourable, dishonourable and uh, talking once again about Hollywood skiing in Iceland, um, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, so that's that's the episode. Um, the next episode is let us randomly determine who's going to be next. Um, what method shall we choose today? Flip a coin. <laughs> a four-sided coin. <laughs> I will flip a coin, right? So this makes sense because it does technically have three sides and I can't go next time because I went this time. So let's see, shall we? I'll randomly determine who's on what side. What do you mean the coin has three sides? Yeah, I'm still a little lost. If it, if it lands on, to the, Iceland, on the top. Uh, it doesn't. It, lands on the... it still doesn't. <laughs> it has a side. Are you talking about it's the a 0.0001%? It's not the option, paper yes, coins. The, 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 the edge. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I think you can make a coin flipping robot, and if as long as it actually flips the coin, it will land on this rim zero times. Yeah, because yeah. zero robot point zero 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 one percent chance. No, no, no. Keep going. It's just zeros. A robot would not <laughs> zeros all the way down. An AI to flip a coin like roll twenty or whatever. It does not. It does not have the 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 edge factored in. It has zero. Factored yeah. in Fuck your a- logic. I call being the rim. I'm the rim. <laughs> Oh, no, rimming Neil, fuckers. <laughs> uh, so I have a choice of crabs or heads, uh, Aether. I'm not going to be over here with a crab or Neil, Neil's rimming. I, I, I'm not going to be the tail. You're going to take the shield. All right. Kessir, that leaves you with crabs. the fish side. In this case, it's a crab. Because um, Icelandic coins don't have heads and tails. They have fish and shield. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's have a see who's next. Oh, it's Aethel. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so Aethel gets to be next. Um, and we will get a subject out of him in the break between episodes. I love how um, we're yeah. all like, let's in the episode, we're done wasting time. And V is like, I'm not done wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> this bit makes no one laugh but me. And I need to laugh. <laughs> We just please we don't just deny my laughter. about our childhood traumas for almost two and a half hours. V is going to drag it out. <sighs> By God, we'll hit that two hour, 30 minute mark every oh, time. Oh, already, already um, over. Yeah. So, is going to decide. <laughs> yep, definitely over. Um, so, yeah, Aethel gets to decide next time. And, uh, yeah, I guess until then. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Add me. Don't don't leave a message. Just add me. Hi everyone, it's V here. Well, 
that uh, that was a lot more tangents this episode than I think we normally do. Um, it did not end up being two and a half hours. We did cut out some talk that was just completely nonsensical. Um, so yeah, this episode was kind of fun. We learned a lot of things. Um, a lot of people were game for stretching the definition of a top uh, school trip. Um, so yeah, that was kind of fun to do. And yeah, as you can probably hear, we we at least enjoyed ourselves and had a very good laugh. And as for the call to actions for this episode, please, everyone who tweeted Totodile at the Four Top Threes Twitter, please, please tweet dittos to Neil. He needs to see them. Um, Please tweet Neil with all the dittos. Please tweet the Four Top Threes with all the dittos. Contact him on on our Facebook. Go ahead. Put him in the Discord. Neil needs to see all these dittos. Uh, Time for sweet revenge has come. So I'd appreciate if we do that. Um, Also... If by any chance you do happen to have a haunted Icelandic Ouija board, go ahead. Um, I've put the PO address for laughs in the episode description. You can also find it on the blighthouse.studio website or the TLD website as well. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone has one. I think this is the wildest thing, but just in case, go ahead. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Apologies again for this episode being a tiny bit late and the one before being nearly a month late. Um, and hopefully we'll get the next episode out at the end of this month or the very beginning of next, at least. Thank you all so much. Bye. This has been a Blighthouse Studio production. Thank you for listening. In a world saturated with glossy facades comes a podcast that's breaking barriers. This is Reppin. It's where we do a deep dive into subjects like belonging, to mental health, to courage, and more. On Reppin, you'll meet the faces you think you know and discover their untold stories. It's real, it's intimate, and it gives you insight into the real person behind the images. In a world of pretense, Reppin strips it all down. No filters, no facades. Learn and be empowered and find inspiration through thought-provoking stories that resonate with your journey. Every episode is an exploration into the truths and values that make us who we are. Representation, it's not just about race or gender. It's about you. Reppin ensures that every voice is heard. Every story is valued. So be seen, be heard, and be represented. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts.